Welcome to this guy sick. I am Sam Valentine. I am joined by my regular posse of freaks and geeks. You're not going to say anything? No, I'm on my own. It looks like I'm on my own. Posse. Um, we'll stop. Oh, right. It's all, it's all in the head, mate. You they're they're all they're all they're masturbating or something here. Yeah. Um, normally I start with a song, posse. but what you guys don't know, I have a song that is unused, that was technically used but never got used. And that's going to appear on another episode. Oh, I need to surprise you with it when I do it. A little bit of surprise, motherfucker. It's going to be a serenade. So today we are talking about Netflix's lovely um, Resident Evil TV show <laughs> they've got coming out. Which, oddly enough, now it looks like. So for those who don't know, um, Netflix have a Resident Evil TV series. No one knew it was going to be about. Fans everywhere are like, who's going to play Jill? Who's going to play Chris? Surely it's going to be the first game, or maybe it's Zero, and it's Rebecca, and it's right. So they're saying this stuff. So that's that's where everyone's going with it. Um, what Netflix put out is that the Wesker sisters moved to a town called New Raccoon City, and they're fourteen-year-old twin sisters, I think, right? And they uncover a mystery that the town is run by a corporation and everything may not seem as it seems right then it says timeline two because they didn't learn their lesson from people going why have you mixed the timelines up in the witcher the way you did which a lot of people had a complaint with the series for that yeah but they're fucking right they went great (laughs) in in the second timeline uh julia i think one of the girls is called is now in a post-apocalyptic wasteland where only three million humans exist on the world on the planet, right? And she needs to uncover the truth about her father and what happened to her sister. I think this is canonical to the fucking movies. Mm. What? Live action, action movies? I hate it. The, live, the live action movie. Okay, because those, because those did on, so well. Right, because the, the first, the first two, were, two did. The first, the first two, two were, okay. were really good. Yeah, yeah. The, the first two were fine. The but final one collect- was awful. Collectively, they fucking shit-canned themselves. Yeah. yeah, after after the second one, when the next one starts, and it is a post-apocalyptic Mad Max like wasteland, I was like, "What the fuck is this bullshit?" Yeah, they nosedived it. Mm-hmm. So we're getting that, and then when you look at it, it is I think it's legendary or whoever it is who made those is a partner on these. So Ugh. I imagine it is the same fucking canon as that. But before we really get into it, I just want to say that is what the topic is. And what we're going to do today is individually, we've all thought about stories we would tell in that universe if we could. And we've challenged ourselves to not overly use the characters you see in the video games. Because obviously they've been told, much like the films were kind of told, listen, we, we can't really give you any characters from the game um, at all. And I think you have Jill turn up in two of them for a little bit. She's in the second one. And then she sort of turns up later. I've not seen them all, the films. I gave up after Extinction or whatever the fuck it was called. I was like, I'm not There's watching There's like this sporadic shit. appearances. Yeah. yeah. And, and they fuck up most of how the characters should of be. Of course, of mm. course. Although Nemesis does turn up in Two. one of them. Yeah, in the second one. But they do it, it's like Jill's boy... No, it's it's her boyfriend. Uh, Alice's. Alice's boyfriend yeah. or some shit. Like, they, they do this weird stuff, right? Also announced the week prior... Is a new Resident Evil movie. Oof. Have with, they? um, oh, what's her name? I think her name's Janessa, uh, oh, J- Jessica yeah, Kamen. Yeah, yeah. The one that's normally the, in the live actions. No, no, no? she's a oh. British, British chick. She's in, she's Jessica in, Negri. No, no, she's in, she's <laughs> oh boy. In, she's in Killjoys. 
TV show. She was the Wasp in Ant Man and the Wasp. Not oh, the Wasp, Evangeline... sorry, the the, the, not the Phantom or whatever the fuck it's called. Oh, the villain, the oh, white fucking her. thing. Yeah, her. Oh, the, the, one the black ghost. Chick. Yeah, the ghost. That's it. Yeah, the black chick, black ghost. So she's playing Jill in the new movie. And a lot of people are like, why is Jill black? To be honest, this girl's actually a good actress, and there is nothing yeah. saying that in a movie universe, Jill needs to be white. No. Um, could be, especially because uh, it's alternate timeline. Wesker could be black. Well, this is just a, this is a different fucking thing. They've they've got they've got the rights to make a movie from Resident Evil. They they can cast whoever they want. Yeah. Um, a lot of fans are pissed off with that. To me, when I look at that casting, because she's British, I kind of look at it, that's what I'm getting. Because like Jill was is what American French. That's her. Yeah. History, right? She's like half French, half American. That's that's who she is. I would have rather them go with that in terms of the background of the actress mm. find a fucking American French actress I mean they got to fucking exist right or a French actress who's actually can speak English and has done well and has a good accent or maybe even someone who's like from um, New Orleans which is the French quarter and all that there, like someone like that but you know they went with this and a lot of people are angry at that I think that film has a lot more going for it potentially than this Netflix the series so yes the series just sounds like a fucking attempt at another Netflix teen drama with Resident Evil attached. It, it's being made by the people that made Supernatural. So, well, su- to be Supernatural fair, I like okay Supernatural later on, but the original Monster of the Week stuff was shit. It it was one of those ones that took a bit of a wind up, and Supernatural ended up being really fucking good series. And yeah. fucking the two the two main leads of that one, Are good. They, yeah, they yeah. really carried that in, into being a fucking cult classic, and it's it's great to watch, but. The Razzie series, by the sounds of what they're pitching, doesn't really have that pull. It really just sounds like they're trying to condense a really strong horror game series yeah. into a teen drama for Netflix. Yeah. I mean, and into something brand new. Like they're not. It's almost like they're looking at anything we know about the series and going, "We're not doing that." <laughs> they should at least stick to the basics. That's the thing. Yeah, like, like you, the name will draw people in, and that's about it. And, and you know, as we've mentioned, that we 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 have got ideas. And uh, we will get into those. Before we got a bit of news and stuff that people wanted to talk about, before we dive into the main topic. So we start with Tien, because he had something Yeah, to I say. mean, I've got two. So, first thing I actually want to bring up, keeping to the zombie kind of, um, you know, theme, theme Medium, yeah. that we're, we're sticking to. Uh, Zombieland 2 came out not long ago. It's good. Uh, absolutely amazing film. I think people should watch it. Not as good as the first one, but it's so you recently recently watched it. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, I recently watched it. Great, especially if you're a fan of the first one. (laughs) I noticed it's on Netflix or Sky. Uh, Now now? TV. Now TV. Yeah, Sky. Yeah, I noticed it has just been put on there. Yeah. Oh, well worth it. Honestly, I uh, saw it back in the cinema. It's good. Yeah, good good film. Yeah, I I I took a look at it because I didn't go to the cinema for it. I thought, well. You know, I like Zombieland 1. Hopefully they can do the same feel. Oh, they kept to it. They kept to the that's same good. feel of that's the first film. That's good to hear. So I like the first film. So mm. um, there's parts of it that it drags a little bit. When they first get to that mansion in it mm. with Bill Murray, at first you're like, oh, where's this going? And then it really kicks off and it gets yeah. really good and it, it, it works. But it's a good movie. Yeah, and unlike a lot of films with this one, instead of trying to like age down the actors and actresses to be like, oh, this is only like two or three years after the first one. It's been like, what, ten years yeah, since the first one? So really? they just went with... Yeah, yeah they, they had a hell. huge time gap. So they, they, they genuinely just went, you know what? The actress who plays the youngest one, 
Fucking, she looks a lot older. She looks like the age she is now. So fuck it. We've just done. It's been this amount of time yeah. between the two films. They didn't. They fucking, didn't change actresses yeah. or anything. Or actors. and that that was really good because it it actually really goes to show that. They, also, they took everything into account. I looked like the main character when I was younger, so I just want to point that out. Good old Jesse, Jesse Eisenberg. Have you I, want to say Jessica I, Nickery? No, <laughs> Jessica Nickery no, again. Je- Jesse Eisenberg. I, I, it's one I, hell of a reduction. I, I, if you I'm, look sure, like her. I'm sure okay, I've now. shown you. Uh, I'm sure I've shown you the photo when I was way younger, and I was playing ping pong, and I looked exactly like Jesse Eisenberg. It, you know, fucking man's out here playing fucking ping pong. Fucking Napoleon yeah. Dynamite. Man bun. Actually, I'll have you know, brick. it was table tennis at the time. It wasn't ping pong. <laughs> when I see your ping pong show, oh. is, is 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 man bun is ping pong? No, no, no and man tiny bun. Pee-pee. Back then, I had the curly classic Jesse Eisenberg hair, <laughs> like the short to the hair kind of thing. Anyway, so you had that curly hair like that, yeah. and you're circumcised. Is there something you want to tell us? I'm a, I, yeah, <laughs> about, sorry. About, about your, where you're from. I'm actually Jesse Eidenberg. I'm sorry to say. <laughs> it's a pleasure meeting you all. Um, it's official. Oh, it's official. It's like official. Jesse Geisenberg. Oh, mate. <laughs> By the way, hit me up. I've got an OnlyFans. Um, <laughs> you're selling feet. Also, OnlyFans. Another actual big news. Thanks for bringing that up. Have you heard about the recent stuff with uh, OnlyFans? No. So, Bella Thorne. Oh yeah, she fucked it. Eh? She did. She's fucked it completely. Um, she got a million dollars. Like the first in week. A first week, yeah, in a week of OnlyFans. Yeah, you have to. You're gonna have to tell people listening who Bella Thorne. Is. Okay, so Bella Thorne is a Disney. She was a Disney um, actress. So it won't be anymore. Yes, not anymore. <laughs> uh, she grew up and then she realized she didn't really like acting as much. So she started doing like music videos and, you know, indie stuff. A bit like what Shia LaBeouf is doing now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so was, she was like doing all that <laughs> stuff, modeling every so often. Um, and then she was like, well, hell, I've got a fan base. Let's get an OnlyFans. Now, I'm not sure what movie she's in, but there must have been guys out there going, I've wanted to masturbate yeah. to Shark Girl for 10 years. Pretty oh. much. Yeah. Um, but she decided she was going to post a f- video on OnlyFans, $200 to view it, $200 of her being naked in bed. That's what she advertised. Mm. She advertised that she wasn't wearing anything. She was in bed, 200 pounds, $200, sorry. So a load of simps fucking bought it. Of course they did. The simp. The simp army, right? Not yeah. the rest of it. Not the youngest. Yeah, just, yeah. just, just, just. Now, good point to cut it. The fucking, the simps got the video. <sighs> she was not naked. She was in she lingerie, w- apparently. Yeah, she was in lingerie. She was in bed. So covered. There was, there was no tasteful nip. There was no nothing. gentle vag. No, it no was side boob. No Cal- nothing. Even Belle Delphine's putting out now. No, no, no. no fucking bent over, <laughs> full asshole on display. No, yep, nothing. No. Nothing. No fucking Complete velvet ring coverage. off. Right? So. <sighs> Not even course. one of those fucking foxtails hanging out the back. No, 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 no. Nothing like that. Nothing. But, um, so what does she got. Say? It's true. She got a million dollars in a week. Smart. She got $800,000 returned. Because people were like, what the fuck? This isn't what you advertised. Yeah. So. People, but, people took it as scamming. Yeah, it was, a sta- it was a scam. And uh, apparently, OnlyFans actually has a thing on it. Where the policy is, if anything is done that is called out as a scam, they pay it back. Yes. But because of the payback fees being fucking huge, mm-hmm. uh, apparently OnlyFans lost a lot of money on it. Yep. Which is the big problem they had there. So now OnlyFans have turned around 
and said there's a it, they can only cap for these like special send out things like she tried to do they can cap it out at most $50 yep so they can't do it above that anymore tips Jesus. are capped now yeah, Fucking, tips they, are capped. They yep. now have to wait a month yet to get before, paid. Yeah, because any funds that I come in, she did this on purpose for clearance. Maybe right. And here's 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 let's get go down the the conspiracy rabbit hole with this. <laughs> a few months ago, OnlyFans said they wanted to clean up the site because it was never intended for pornography, which is true. Hmm. It was like Cameo, which is you know where you go on Cameo and you pay like ten dollars and then. I don't know, some fucking actor from the, the 90s that you really love comes on the screen and says, it's me, Dove London. Um, thanks for contacting me, Bob. I hope you get over your cancer. Right? So that's that's kind of like what Cameo is, right? Mm. <clears throat> they intended OnlyFans to be like that, mixed with sort of Etsy and Patreon and all. So kind of mixed like this. You buy content via OnlyFans from celebrity streamers and all that sort of shit that's what they wanted it to be yeah. and a few months ago they were like we do not want to be known as a porn site because mm. we're not a porn site and they wanted to clean it up mm. nothing ever came from that no of course it didn't. when they openly said that's what they wanted to do and they were like we might close some that's accounts they, we might do this however money. months later something like this happens they now introduce all these caps and level caps and monetary caps that, that is going to hit these people's finances effectively getting them to leave the service. Well, it's funny because my Charlie, she watches someone that does like art and stuff, and she does it on the side. She does OnlyFans, right? She, in a pornographic way. So, um, she didn't realize how big of a hit this was, right? But for sex workers, this is a huge hit, especially during Corona, yeah. right? You've got. You, you don't get paid weekly now. You have to wait until the next month to get your money. Well, that's kind of fucking what any job is Yeah, like, it's right? like what any job does, right? But they're so used to having this extra money per week, right? That they make, like... They'll buy lingerie throughout the month or You know they whatever. say sex work is real work? Yeah. I know a lot of people say that. Not for guys. They say, no, they don't say it for guys. But sex work is legitimate real work. Do you reckon they put it on their CV? Yeah. Well, how the hell? I bet else? they fucking don't. Listen, man. How I else think are they pimps, probably do actually? Something. How else are pimps meant to rate their qualifications? They just beat them up. <laughs> wow, that, got an that, A star and fucking dick. Yeah. That was a fucking. Like, Harvey, that was a tank. like fucking Harvey Clytel in um, Taxi Driver, <laughs> right? Nah, man. Right. <laughs> They've got sats for sucking dick. <laughs> fucking. They're just like, oh yeah. How's your technique? Oh, brilliant. You got the double-headed gillock. I didn't see they're 11 plus. You're hired. You've got an SAT in sodomy. Um, yeah. Boom, got GCSE in lick and D. GC- oh, that was nice. That was nice. That was smooth. Um, but yeah, no. For sex workers, I can see how this is a huge hit. You know, you're not getting paid weekly anymore. The money's fluctuating now. But you know why they all jumped over to OnlyFans in the first place? Because Chatterbait doesn't pay out the same way because of the token thing and you know you buy like on on these sites like a hundred tokens is like a tenner and then you can donate 20 tokens and she'll stick something up her fucking arsehole or whatever it is on the screen out of those 20 tokens you might think that's two quid i've paid for for that you've already paid the site your 10 quid they don't fucking care what you do with them yeah they will pay out the performer the sex worker based on the amount of coins they've got but there's like a cap that if like she only gets like 180 coins, 
they don't they don't go that's 18 pounds that works out at something like six quid mm. right so they don't get all of what like they don't get a lot so when they're on there they wait until it's like two thousand coins they've received before logging off because only then have they earned 100 quid to fucking make the last two hours of work worth something yeah that's why some of them are there all day literally six hour sessions just fucking pounding themselves every day they must be blistered up and everything because they can't they can't they don't so when OnlyFans came around those girls on those sites could go I'm only doing an hour I don't give a fuck about the coins I earn now if I only earn a fiver from it I don't care mm. because I'm going to fucking direct all these people to my premium content it gives me a monthly subscription of six ninety nine a month or whatever it is they want to charge you get all access to this stuff if the thousand men who tune in every day jump on my OnlyFans and give me six ninety nine. OnlyFans cut is like the Patreon cut. They probably get five dollars out of that, right? So at six ninety nine, they get five dollars. A thousand people paying you five dollars a month is five thousand dollars a month. Yeah, does a lot of money. Yeah, it's the same one. Oh, actually, my girlfriend's hit a milestone, boys. On our OnlyFans. No, not on our. Well, maybe on our OnlyFans, but I don't know about it. Um, <laughs> she uh, she's finally getting paid this stream. Oh, she's actually making money. I didn't realize she is making some money. She um, what the milestone that, did she hit? Uh, so she got affiliate, which is you have uh, to stream for ten days, something like in that. a row. You got fifty followers, yeah. something like an average of like five viewers. I can't remember. Um, but then for because the way that Twitch works is for you to get your money on subs and. Yeah, I suppose it's donations. Just subs. Donations. No, donations yeah. you get straight through PayPal, but yeah. subs you get. Um, what happens is they wait until you make a hundred pounds, and then they'll add up what you get from that month and send you the money. Okay. So she's finally gotten to a point where she's got simps in her fucking stream, and they're sending her a shit ton of money. Like for example, uh, yesterday I remember. No, was it yesterday? It might have been Thursday. But you're going to be better at video games than that, so do what oh, the yeah. rest of them do. Yeah. Where you're actually on the controller. Oh, well, that's And she's true. pretending. That's true. And then you can feed her funny lines to say, so she sounds funny. Oh, shit, yeah. like all the big, Like all the big female streamers do, where their boyfriend sits there oh, going... Oh, like SS Sniper. Yeah, when they... Yeah, when, yeah like... Um, <laughs> when they do that, Candy Lashes and all them lot, when they all do that stuff, right? When they're sitting there going... Pokemon. <clears throat> Yeah, Pokemon, right? When they're all doing this stuff and they're playing a game and then and well, they're playing Resident Evil because that's the topic of this episode and they go, yeah, I'm playing uh, this Resident Evil. I preferred it when Chris was in them because he hasn't been in them for a while, right? And then the boyfriend would be like, he only had a knife in the first one when you start. Yeah, can you can you imagine how bad it was when he only had a knife in the first one? Like, that shit happens all the time yeah. where they get stuff. Like, sometimes they have people holding up boards in the yeah, background because yeah. I knew a girl. I, told, I may have told this story before. I knew a girl who did twitch right she tried to be a model in all these different things tried to do twitch and she got caught and she she was earning about four grand a month from twitch mm -hmm. and that's from twitch not donations and shit on top of it yeah <clears throat> she got caught because her boyfriend who she never told the world she had a boyfriend. That's yeah. the first thing. She, she never said, I'm taking anything like that. She was single and her Instagram was always partying. Guys are chatting me up again. All that bullshit, right? Yeah. He was right. He would look at the game she's about to play, troll through the internet for memes that had punchlines and shit, mm. write them down and stand there in the background holding up a fucking board of jokes. Mm. 
right? Simp. And she got caught with it because on one episode that she did on Twitch, she left her mirror for her makeup in the background and people could see the fucking dude in the mirror holding it up. Yep. Every time she got to a thing. Because what he was doing was he was watching the stream and he was doing all the on there interacting with people like a new sub it's thank you all that bullshit nah. was him while she was playing you know and um she got booted off twitch when that came out which cow. is weird because you're still providing the entertainment yeah, she's just not physically playing like you go oh uh this i like ad-libbed comedy but comedians write sh- write their shit out and learn it and memorize mm. it they don't just come in and say it and go oh am i funny yeah. and walk yeah. off and then next week come back and say a different thing they take it on tour they go from every fucking club in the state or in the fucking country doing the same set over and over yeah. even the ones that are celebrity comedians do that yeah it's like, only the same thing apart from unlike the celebrity comedians she wasn't writing her own material yeah no. like at the end of the day it's really really hard to come up with that amount of new material for that amount of shows show after show you have to have a base level of content. Yes, you can do like a little bit of ad lib here or there, or if someone heckles you, you can come out with something funny off the bat, or maybe talk to someone in your audience, have a bit of a chat with them as like a small segment. That kind of thing, that works. But you still have to have an overarching, this is the content of my show. Mm. Otherwise, trying to fill every show with completely new material, they're going to run out so quickly. Which, which, is why, which is why we deserve a round of yeah. Because we ad lib everything on this show. Yeah, we live. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, pretty much, and actually. Yeah. We often get told we're, we're funny yeah. on the show. I mean, that's and a bonus. So every, <laughs> every now and then we get a cheeky bonus. comment. I think that's appropriate. <laughs> but every now and then we'll get a comment and it'll say, uh, nice cock. And that's not bad. Hey, I can take that. Nice Another round of applause for the nice cocks, boys. Okay, all right. I guess we. Nice cock, nice cock. Nice cock, yeah, nice cock, bro. Nice cock, nice cock. Um, but let, yeah, no. We can't let a king applaud on his own. No, that's it. <laughs> Come on, boys. We can't be doing Yeah, we can't let Sam clap alone, eh? Um, anyway. <laughs> the only thing I'm going to be clapping is your ass cheeks, mate, oh, so don't worry about ooh, that. Daddy, please. Yeah. Anyway. So, uh, speaking so, of OnlyFans, <laughs> subscribe to us. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll be featured the only, next The OnlyFans is at OnlyFans forward slash this guy are thick. So. Ooh, <laughs> nice. But, Fucking um, T-H-I double C. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, because I'm at home at the moment when she streams. Most of the time, give or take. I mean, minus Thursday this week and whatever. Um, but, so, I'll, I'll pick up on some of the, the main, like, subscribers or whatever, right? What's the content like? like Her content? What is she saying? Well, she, she plays League of Legends, and then she just tries to, like, you know... Unsub. <laughs> for Fucking some people that League of Legends immediately out for some people it's not the game but it is a big market it's not the game it's the female it's a big market um, but there's one one guy in it I'm not going to say his name just in case he does listen because I have mentioned that I do no 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 but I have mentioned that I do a podcast on her stream once so I don't want to mention it but this guy he'll come in her streams are like usually six hours long right he'll come in and like every three hours like, he'll either donate a small amount of money or he'll drop some subs, right? So you can gift subs to people watching, mm. and that encourages them to come back. And this guy, I shit you not, has given her, like, 150 subs. Like, wow. Especially considering that she's not, like, a big streamer. 
And I'm she, and now he's messaging her on Discord and shit. And oh, like, what the fuck? Mr. Steal your girl. Is he, is he fucking? Oh no, I've seen the mess. I've I've, I've asked. I've what seen the about. mess. I've seen the mess. Are you, are no, you I've seen the him as a mess. No, no, oh, no, messages. Is he fucking meeting up with Bruce Willis and Simp City? Over but there. like he right, basically his his stick right is he's a thirty four year old man. He's well, I just, don't knock the age, right? Oh no, <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying he's Jesus just gotten Christ. out of a marriage. He's got two kids. Fucking, he's currently fighting for custody. And he's currently like, oh yeah, I just watched your stream. Oh, he's going to lose that. He's probably a pedo. And yeah, <laughs> well, who knows, eh? Glad but, you um, didn't name him now. Basically, uh, yeah. he's, he's... Wrongtastic777 yeah. is a pedo. <laughs> Something like that. Dar- oh no, I can't. I can't do it. Can't do that. I can't do that one. Um... But yeah, no, like, he's messenger, mess, like, using the old Discord messages, like, oh, I, I like watching your streams, it just takes my mind off of he's all of the stuff. just masturbating yeah. the whole time. I know. Just, just a casual bit of the... But it makes money, mate. Fucking Bonanza. She's gotten, she's gotten, like, she's gotten, like, a hundred pounds off oh, of it now. Get her to sign a fucking contract. With you, I'm your manager, we're sorting this out. Yeah. Right, you're coming on the, ep- you're coming on the episode of this. We're going to fucking put you out there. We're going to set your Facebook page up. We're going to get your memes made for you. You be a manager. Hey, we're not allowed those t-shirts no more. Fucking V-necks. Come on, let's go. <laughs> get some cleavage. Look, here's a bikini. A bit of the fucking put it on. Yeah. Twi- 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 By twi- the twi- way, you now play Wii Fitness, okay? <laughs> on stream. Zumba. A bit of the- <laughs> Zumba. Funnily enough, that's actually Wii that's Yoga. Twitch will ban for if you yeah. sh- if you show too much cleavage on purpose, yeah, uh, uh, Twitch w- will flat out ban you. Well, ex wrestler Rusev, aka Miroslav, his Twitch stream when he left the WWE, everyone was like, "Where's he gonna wrestle again?" He was like, "Man, I'm just gonna play fucking video games." Yeah. Like it's like like a fucking Chad, like just <laughs> starts enough. up a fucking Twitch. Well, In about a week, he's got like a million fucking subs, well, and and then it, but his wife is a wrestler called Lana, right? And the whole way through his streaming, right, when he's like, sometimes he's doing it at his pool. Like, he's just at his pool, fucking playing video games. Like, and she's just wandering around in the background wearing next to nothing. Uh-huh. And they took him off because she kept appearing in the background wearing nothing. Oh, and then yeah. when, when, he, when he contacted them, they put him straight back up. And yeah. now he, and it still happens. Sometimes she just runs and sits on his lap in a little thong and shit. Like, so he's, he's getting away with it because when he contacted them, they're like, oh, this is a fucking celebrity we not going to fucking ban a celebrity. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's um it's like Jack Black, eh? Jack Black made a YouTube account and he's made a shit ton of money from that. Because he was um obviously he's in a gap now between his latest well, his latest film and what he's got next. Yeah, because he's a talentless hack when it comes to movies in in reality. Um Brilliant let, musician. Be, brilliant musician, but his lyrics are shit. They're like, oh make you take a bit of sex. Yeah. Brilliant. Well done. You sung a song about sex. I'm not going to listen to it over and over, am I? I'm not going to sit and go, I want to chill out tonight. Let's put Tenacious fucking D on. Well, there's there's a reason why his films aren't about his music anymore. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, the latest one, what was it? The Haunted House or something? Basically about a magician that has this abandoned house. Yeah, but these films, right? The problem with him is he's one of these guys who, like... It sounds, goosebumps. Like, it sounds like I fucking hate him. I don't actually hate him, right? Um, I don't But know. he doesn't write... Again, he doesn't write those movies... I think he might have had a part of the Tenacious D movies they made, but the other films he's in, he's just an actor, right? Yeah. People go, he's so funny. He's not funny. The writer who wrote that is funny. Hmm. People go, Will Farrell, so funny. He's not funny. 
the writer who writes his movies be, is funny. To be fair though, Will Ferrell is actually quite a funny guy. He I is because his Saturday I'm, Night Live stuff's pretty. I'm, good. I'm, but I'm even that's probably him. written by someone yeah, else. You know? someone. I actually much prefer Will Ferrell outside of his movies. I don't like many of Will Ferrell's movies because I think the humour level in them is just fucking shit. Whereas really? when you see shit he's done with mates on YouTube or just random videos they've done for a bit of fun, he's yeah, actually see, really I funny. I don't believe celebrities make random videos. Like, well, they're not randomly. From, from working in TV, right? No, they, they appear as like, I'm just going live on Instagram. right? I guarantee there's a whole fucking crew working on oh, that. Oh, yeah, there will be. You know, and that's the, that's the problem with it. It's like the fake only... realism, you know? It's mm. not reality TV. It's like, it's like, it's it's a step beyond that because this is a real person. This mm. is in their house, but you don't know they've just had their makeup staged done. TV. You don't. It's completely and utterly yeah. staged. Um, yeah. A staged. Like, even things like Twitter and stuff. People you think are funny on Twitter, you find out they got a writer who writes their tweets. Yeah. The only. The it's only like actor. what you can't even come yeah. up with your own fucking tweets. Like Donald Trump, everyone's like, oh man, he makes me laugh. He comes out with the dumbest shit. Then you find out it's his son and his son's team who do all the tweeting. Trump himself isn't doing the tweets. Probably yeah. can't use a fucking phone. He probably isn't. <laughs> yeah. The, the only time he tried to tweet is when he said fucking Kafifi. That's the only <laughs> thing. Kafifi, oh, classic moment. The only, the only actor that I can watch and nowadays. that was just the prostitute's name. Yeah, true. <laughs> Poor Kafifi. Kafifi coming um, right. It was actually yeah. Chloe just choked on dick. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> fucking. But um, the only actor I can really enjoy now, because I know that he makes his own shit, is uh, Eric Andre. Have you ever watched Eric Andre? Fucking let me in! Oh, that guy. That guy. His show is just a meme, right? It's so amazing. His show is like memes as a TV show. Him and and Hannibal write it themselves, and they just fucking, they're like, basically, when they they did an interview with someone, they were like, how can we make this mental? And they were like, well, have you got any fucking LSD or anything? (laughs) And they were like, fuck it. Just do some LSD and write shit down. So they did. And then fucking, eventually, they were like, well, okay, this is what we've got now. How are we going to do it? So they all just came up with this random set they had with a fucking desk that's always breaking and a couple seats. And they're like, well, what's going to make this funnier? Because we know what's going to happen. Well, let's just get some random celebrities and fucking just do our shit. So, like, that's what they do. They just get celebrities in. They don't tell them anything about this interview. And then and they then just they... do whatever the fuck. Yeah, I've yeah. seen I've seen clips. I've never watched it. It's on Netflix now, though, right? It's show. I think. I think it's on the American Netflix. I don't know if it's yeah. on the UK one. Yeah, there, there's a that's one of the things that fucks me off quite a lot. Actually, there's a lot of shit on American Netflix, and we don't get fucking none. Licensing agreements. That's all yeah, it is. It's yeah. fucking awful. They might have a license agreement with Sky, and it can't appear on this Netflix. It can't appear on that. Well, in the early days of Netflix, the first like five years of it, no one no one cared about streaming. So you would get shit that was on TV and like Sky airing the episode like once a week and the whole fucking thing is on Netflix at once. And then <coughs> suddenly they launched Now TV, they wisened up, they were like, no, 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 our deals need to include streaming. Yeah. yeah. So it all changed. Well, I remember back in like 2009, shout out to Anime Gogo. That was when my go-to streaming website for anime, you know, back when I watched uh, High School of the Dead. And like, oh boy, them to love, physics. the original to love Rue and like, you know, all that shit. So I've got a question for you, Tian. Oh God. Do you think the Netflix Resident Evil would have been better if they did LSD? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> yes. 100%. Well, right. How do you think Resident Evil first got started? That guy was fucking on something. Especially when they made the basement thing. Oh yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, wasn't you think, that was a stroke. You think... <laughs> oh shit. So... We've done we've done your news. I sorry, don't even know yeah, what yeah, the sorry. fuck it. I don't even remember what it was. 
The only other thing um, is try and get grounded. I've heard a lot of good reviews he's, he's from grounded. About grounded. I've been playing Fall Guys. Oh yeah, I've got it as well it's on PS4. Fun. It's quite fun. I still need to download it. It's a uh, it's. It's free on PS4, I think, at the moment. It is yeah. free on PS4, yeah. and it has become yeah. the biggest PSN game of all time. Nice. And it's been out for like a month, and it's the biggest of all yeah. time. And that's free on PSN. PSN has given away things like The Last of Us. Yeah. They've given away, like, God of War, and all. Like, like, they've given away uh, some huge next one's games. Street Fighter 4. Some bangers, oh, mate. That. I can't be bothered with yeah. that. Yeah, especially with a, gr- a group of friends, and you're just a fucking on, on your it's PSN funny. chat. Well, they got. It's great. It's, it's being it's a, a fucking laugh. knob on it. Like, what yeah. I like doing is just running, like, jumping, and just landing on them all, like, as they're trying to climb. I don't actually care about winning. I care about stopping others. That's what yeah. I'm doing on it. You I'm like, people off the fucking edge. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> that, I'm that guy who's just being a knob, like, <laughs> knocking into them. What's your favourite map? What's your favourite map so far? Um, the one with the fake doors. Oh, the fake doors. Oh, you like Takeshi Castle it's, style. It is. It's just fucking Takeshi's Castle yeah. in a game at oh, this point. It, it, oh, the, uh, and I like the one with the um, the rising goo. Oh, like yeah. That that's so, that's my favourite. You eat motherfuckers into the goo. And stuff there's, like there's a section of that where you have to get across these that. fucking the rolling, bars. The rolling, yeah. rolling bars. Yeah. Good for and you can stand in the way and just let people fall into the fucking goo like an asshole. It's so much fun. Provided you get there first... They can't you just get block past the entrance. You. Yeah, and like the other thing you do is what, is what I've noticed people do. You get to the end, instead of running through the checkpoint, they all stand there. Yeah. So when you run up, they start pushing you so you can't get past yeah. them. Yeah. They wait for like, and then they, and then suddenly they all just turn and run in, and it's like, you pricks. Yeah, yeah they wait till there's like one spot left and jump in so that you, the person who's nearly there is like, you know, fucking can't. You know, the best maps are always the ones with the open ending. Like, where you've got the sides that you can drop off, because there's a load of cunts there that will just try and shove you off. Yeah. <laughs> and egg, egg collecting's fun as well. Oh, the oh egg yeah, you go in and yeah, nick yeah. other people's eggs out of their fucking little goals and things. Yeah. So that's my news. Oh, and I, fin- I finished Persona 5 Oh, yeah, Royale. you finished oh, yeah, We saw that on, uh, I saw that on Facebook. I'm going to do a full review next week. I will say this. When you play a game, like, I don't look at guides. I want to experience the game. If I get stuck on a puzzle, I might look something up. But most of the time, I want to try and work it out myself. Because that's yeah. how I used to have to do it. Yeah. All the millennials and shit playing games now and fucking Gen Z, all they do is go on YouTube and watch some other prick do it and then just copy it, right? That's not why I play games. I play yeah. games to challenge myself. So I get to the end of it, and I'm like, this is the ending from normal Persona 5. Yeah. So why the fuck am I getting... I thought there was more content. There was extra palaces and shit. Yeah. These are the same palaces redone, right? And it's because in Persona 5 Royale, there are two new confidants. Three. Well, well one, one, in one it. they've made it more of a confidant rather yeah. than just a story beat. Yeah, but so Akechi is, is now confident, but he, he's in it, right? And then you've got um, the, the, baller, the, the gymnast girl and the shrink. Yeah, and they've just almost literally tacked on. Yeah, so... What you have to do is you have to get those two to max by a certain date in the calendar to get the extra content. Well, I didn't fucking know this playing it, right? Hmm. So her is really easy because she's only got five levels to max out. Um, I got her to max. I got a catchy to max. I got him to like eight because while I liked him as a character, I was kind of like, you know what? Like we go to school all the time. I'm going to just deal with him at a different point because I've got other shit I've got other people I'm trying to max out especially people in my party I'm trying to get the darts thing so that the um, the baton pass is stronger and I'm yeah. doing all that stuff and then I get to it and he's like I'm leaving the school 
And I'm like, okay, he's leaving the school. He must come back into it. No. When he says he's leaving the school, if you haven't maxed him out, he's gone. If you haven't maxed him out, you don't get the extra 30 hours content that is new to the game. Cringe. So yeah, I complete the game and it's like, huh, I wonder if there's something you can do. No, you can't. Once you finish the game, it's not like there's chapters you can go back and try and do it. No, you have to start the game again Yikes. to get it. Yeah. And to get New Game Plus, you've had to have got that. I don't think you can get New Game Plus on just completing the normal story. I'm not sure. I haven't checked yet. I'm, I'm not sure. but <clears throat> So I was like, fuck this. I'm not playing. And at that point, I'm 90 hours to complete the game. I'm, like, I'm not playing another 90 fucking hours of this game to play the same shit just for 30 hours of extra content. And it's only 30 hours of extra content if you want to carry on maxing people out and doing that shit, right? Yeah. It's, it's actually 10 hours content, so I just watched it. And actually, when I got to the end of it, and I saw what the end of the game is, and I was like, motherfuckers complain about the end in the 7, and they're okay with this rewrite the universe bullshit at the end of this. Fuck you. I was like, the game is not an 8 out, eight, 8 out of 10, 9 out of 10 best RPG ever because there are tactics in it like that that just piss me off. Like, locking the new content behind conditions in the game is a ball ache and kind of cunty to what you've advertised. Because yeah. if you played if you played normal Persona, you might just go, oh, I know what to do here and just carry on playing it the way that you had. And I know yeah. the dungeons, are, the palaces have been redesigned um, and there's loads of new music and um, all the stuff in it, like the, all, the, all the fusions and all that stuff. There's more, there's extra stuff, there's more personas. I know there's loads of that, but this game could have probably been a, a DLC in reality. Yeah, um, no, definitely could have. To then get the game and see that the game has a £50, $50 DLC on it as well. And all it is is like uniforms. They're all shit. Oh, let's put them in bikinis. I don't fucking care. Oh, let's put them in school uniforms. I don't care. So they're normally in school uniforms. The only uniform in it that's good is the fucking samurai costume. And that's about Especially it. the accessory you get with it. That's, um... This is one of the gripes that I had about Three House DLC, actually. The Three Houses DLC are fucking awful. And I, I was just like, this game is meant to be new version of it, mm. right? But yet, because someone moaned about a spoiler I put out on as a meme. Oh, it's a spoiler... I was like, the game's been out four months in the West. It's been out a year in Japan. Don't fucking whinge about spoiler, for fuck's no. sake. I, I, I think, realistically, after how many a spoilers, month... How many spoilers of 7 are out now? And that came out at the same time as Royale did. Yeah. I, th <clears throat> I reckon, after about a month, you if you reasonably have no fucking arguments, there's no leg to stand on when it's like, oh my god, spoilers. The game's been out a whole fucking month. It's called The Mother. <laughs> Mother. It's the mother, yeah. I think this is the fetus. No, apple cider. Oh, yeah. Apple cider. He, he's got a drink, right? It's cider, and it's got cloudy particles in it. It's called the mother. It's in apple cider vinegar. It's called the mother. Um, it is the healthy bacteria that is in all ciders, all apple juice, everything. Have you ever left an apple juice and then you pick it up and go, "What's all this shit at the bottom?" What's that? No, because I don't buy bits. No, no. It, 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 Apple. You can't buy I, apple juice with bits. You I get. I get my. I get my mum to cut off the bits. Yes, he's cut off the crusts. Yeah. And no, it's foreskin. I do though. I reckon after I'd about stop. a month. After about a month, you can't fucking argue no. about spoilers. And when you get to the two, three, and four month marks, your fucking your fucking arguments are out the window. Oh and yeah, fuck off. True. Spoiler alert: Madeline McCain's dead. Um. Fuck oh. what? Sorry, my bad. My bad. <laughs> Had to be done. Did I leave it that long? 
Shit, bring her back. Wait. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's right. I haven't seen her since lockdown. Shit. I mean, she's been on lockdown a lot longer. I admit. Yeah, she's but, been very long um, now. It's fine. She's yeah, in so like, and you know, I do like the the story of the most part. I like the characters in the game. Um, I just think there are some fucking seriously dubious tactics employed by Atlas and people that go, you have judged the story by the company. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Mm. I, I can play, I can enjoy a game and have a, a feeling while I'm doing it that they've dicked me a little bit while I'm playing this yeah. game. And, I, and, 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 and that will make me go, it's not a 10 out of 10 best RPG of all time. Um, even story-wise, it didn't make me feel anything. I didn't feel... Like, oh, it's an emotional roller coaster of a fucking RPG. I felt like it's it's a nice game, and it's nice to see characters interact and grow and become new people from the people they were when you meet them. But to be honest, the dialogue, a lot of it is just bullshit. A lot of it is just like, hey, I got kicked out of school, and I got but like, it's, a lot of it's just that. Hey, seven seven out of ten is uh, seven seven out of ten, seven point five out of ten is as much as a game like this deserves um and even the gameplay people are like oh yeah they do so well with the gameplay it plays like a typical fucking rpg there is nothing new about it. oh well uh the, it's the, just a stylized menu uh, really. yeah they're like the, the the persona thing's new i've played pokemon it's not new hmm. i've played persona 4 it's hey. not new it's not new in no in four three then, two and fucking one it's not new we've got a beautiful <clears> moment though in uh persona 5 I mean, I think it was in Classic 5. It might not be. It might have been in only uh, Battle Royale. But the classic line, but that's the best part. <laughs> Beautiful. That guy. <laughs> the main character knows what he's talking about. That is the best part. Yeah, it is in both. Um, I used it on it the advertising that I was going to do a review, actually. That's what I used on it. Oh, right, yeah. Part. But, yeah, like, you know, and... Again, silent protagonists. I don't like them. No. Right? He's 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 not, and he is because in the game he'll say shit like "yes" and things yeah. like that. Right? Or, he has or moments. Really random voiced line for whatever reason. Yeah. And it's sporadic and not fucking like. There's no obvious. This is why this is voiced. But when you answer people, he should just be acted. Right? There's no excuse that the answers haven't been voice acted. Have other fucking games do it? Yeah, yeah. You know, and and the, the, you know, there's no excuse for it. And I just, and, and I, I came away from it going, I enjoyed this. Um, it could have been better. It was not the best game I've played this year. It is not the um, best RPG of all time, as some people claim it to be. And it's not even. That's probably why you mi- did you mix the last one. Oh yeah. That's what's doing it. You're, yeah, you're cutting it. You're cut. Your beer is cutting the <laughs> cutting the cider, the cloudy cider. That's what it is. That's, what, that's yeah, what's making. So it's making the mother come out. Um, so you guys think I'm making it up? There's, 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 the bacteria is called the mother. Okay. If you buy apple cider vinegar, you want to buy it with the mother because otherwise it doesn't do anything for you as a health product because it, it sorts your gut biome out. Um, but yeah, so Persona Five Rail good game nice little game i was enjoying it for the most part but a letdown ultimately i felt yeah. let down by it and people that say oh it's better than 7r i think you're wrong all right no it, it didn't make me feel any of the emotional highs that i got out of 7r hmm. right and while ultimately the ending of 7r i didn't like 
I still got a huge kick out of certain scenes that I thought were really well done. Meeting characters like there's a lot. There's a line in um, Seven R where you meet the Dream Aerith, and she says, "Don't yeah. fall in love with me." There is nothing as deep, as powerful as that in the entirety of Persona Five. Mm-hmm. Nothing, mm-hmm. not a single fucking line as deep as that. Even even his reaction to it, to be fair, because he he turns around and says, "Don't I get a choice? Or yeah. don't I get a say in this?" Yeah. And like you you can see that like there's a lot of depth between the two characters. Yeah. That. And that and it, and it's th- things like that. Persona Five doesn't have that level of depth to it. Um, and what I think is, I think people think it's cool because of the art style, and the music is dope as fuck in the game. Right? It is. So I think people look at look at it and go, "Oh no, yeah, this is great. This is the best game I've ever played. It's fantastic. It's this." Yeah, the, fucking, t- the song's the, fucking dope. It's it really, this really jazzy good. feel to it. I, so nice. I, I legitimately bought the Persona Five soundtrack, uh, the whole soundtrack, after fucking playing it. Hmm. And because you, when you get the uh, collector's edition of Royal, you also get the additional stuff with that for the soundtrack for Royal. And fucking immediately put it all on my phone because just that whole soundtrack is absolutely. It's amazing. I just like, really, I like really Beneath good. the Mask. It's just chill as fuck. Mm. I even so like the good. fucking Memento theme when you first get there. Do, 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 I even like do. that. I like it. It's cool. It's like moody as fuck, you know? It's like. It, it made me think of the brown noise. <laughs> Listening to it, that's all I can think. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, well, it's, it's like fucking like brown the, note. The, or the note you it. make that makes you shit yourself. Did, did you yeah. ever um, fight the Reaper in Mementos? I never even saw the cum. I kicked his teeth in. I made him kill himself. <laughs> nice. If you go Three and drink separate. blue season, he just fuck all on the, on the fifth turn. He shoots himself and kills the ends the match. Wow. Nice. All right. Literally, that's the best way to grind XP in Persona 5. No, I, I, I just I I fucking, I wrecked his teeth. I only saw Kicked him this time in. when they make you see him. Mm. When they're like, oh no, the Reaper's down here, everyone. Yeah. And they tell you about it. And then you see him and you avoid him. Because at that point, you're like level 12 and there's no mm. point in fighting him. See, at that point, I had the DLC Persona. So it was like, ah. Mega to lay on. Yeah. Oof. Like you know, I and I like it, and I will definitely, definitely, when they make a Persona Six, I'm gonna pre-order the fuck out of it. Like, yeah, I, I'm a fan of the series because I, I played one and two. I've now downloaded three and four as a result of that, so that I can play those because I'd never played them before. Uh, which version um, of three did you get? I got the PSP one. Oh. That is the best one because you can at least control your party. Yes. <laughs> Shame and about I, the PSP though. And uh, that's not terrible. I don't like the fucking. Um, I re- I'm really not a fan of the original first two Persona games. Map nah. is a ball lake, and what? when you walk in first person in rooms and shit, is a ball lake. So mm. I noticed they fucked around with that, and it's like, is it is it PSP Persona Three where you just point you are just you just move the icon to yeah. where you want to go? Yeah. So. So things like that, I'm like, well, that's going to speed the fucking game up a lot. So, yeah. you know, it's made it's reinvigorated me to play more of them. Uh, the the pros of the game do outweigh the cons, mm. but the cons are there, and people cannot just ignore them because they like the game. Mm. Yeah. That would be like me ignoring the cons in Seven R, which are definitely there when we did yeah. the episode with the Night Sky Prince, and we spoke about not being able to fucking jump. <laughs> you know. And, and we spoke about the ending just being yeah. like, what the fuck is this? And if they go with it, which I think they are, and I think that our predictions that we had about it all being like a dream yeah, world we, we, or a side world, or I think, no, 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 Zach's thoughts. back. He's going to be back in it in some capacity. He's he back with a brand is, new Zach. He's definitely... <laughs> 
He's definitely Let's gonna crack fucking. It. He's definitely gonna fucking appear in the next game, as in some fucking capacity, which completely destroys yeah. Cloud's arc, and all that stuff makes me go. Ugh. The only, uh, I think, like we, which I is why that sits with an eight out of ten with me. The original mm. seven, I never give anything a ten out of ten. Original seven, nine out of ten, best game to this day I've ever played. Seven R sits around an eight because that ending just. Uh, See, the, the only thing I think they could do with it, which wouldn't completely fuck off a lot of fans, would effectively be for the next part, because where they are in the story anyway, for the next part to effectively be them rolling Crisis Core, or at least the flashback area of that story, into that, and using that, and having maybe a, oh, you know, in this reality it's split off. Fine, fuck that so reality like, off. Like, do like, like, like Laguna in, in 8. Every now yeah. and then you skip to an alternative timeline to see what Zack would be doing. Mm. But you know, yeah. eventually, like in 8, those timelines are going to have to converge somewhere. Yeah. And I don't know if I need that. I just, I'd just i like it to be that no matter what happens, Zack's fate is that he will always die. It and should he be. may not have died at that point, but then later he'll have to sacrifice himself for someone because that is who he is and that is how he... Like, Realistically... He's going to show up and sacrifice himself so Aerith like, doesn't die. I think I said at the time, I don't <laughs> think it made sense that he died there against a bunch of Shinra fucking mooks. He should not have died to them. He's a soldier. He's that powerful. Not when you play fucking Crisis Core. Yeah. You're literally yeeting them. You're like, these fuckers aren't even hurting me. I've got enough magic to heal myself. I've got enough items. These fuckers cannot kill me. Yeah. And they he make holds, you die. He holds die. up his own fucking... He, he holds his own against fucking Sephiroth. These mooks aren't going to stand a shit chance in hell. But what I think would be better for them to do is, if he has genuinely survived there, and they're like, no, actually, Zack is alive at this at this point where he's fucking walking with Cloud into Midgar, have it between where Cloud is found by Tifa in the fucking slums and where Zack has actually survived, have it that he's killed in a really underhanded way by the fucking company. He has to do something to stop them finding Cloud he gets him to Sector 7 and does something. Or goes he still has else. to sacrifice himself. Yeah. To and that would, that would be an incredible way to change it. Still keep it with the same basic overarching Because yeah, you've got to explain how Cloud's ended up with a fucking Buster Sword for a start. Well, yeah. Because he's still <laughs> got it at the end of the game, even though Zack's apparently fucking alive. Yeah, oh, you'd have sorry. To... Spoiler alert. Yeah. You'd also have to have the fact... <laughs> how dare you? I wanted to play that game. Oh my I god! I'm so excited. It's not all over YouTube by now. Ah. So, so that's so that's my news. That's Tian's news. Anyone else got any news before we delve into Resident Evil? I finished Umbrella Academy. Oh, did you actually find it? Really okay. fucking good. Oh, baby! I knew, I knew you would like season two. Season two, and I knew you better. would like it probably more than season one. Yeah, because it is dope as fuck. Oh, also, I was being told about one part that happened midway. He was like, I don't want to spoil it for you, but. You'll know when it happens because I pissed myself laughing when it happened. You can say just what, say it. Well, spoil. I know. Well, 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 spoiler alert for anyone who okay, hasn't right. seen it. Yeah, yeah. I know Jacob just doesn't Jacob want to. Yeah, just doesn't I'm, not, I'm not interested. That's fine. So. <laughs> so if you haven't seen Umbrella Academy season two, just skip forward thirty seconds. Yeah. So when, yeah. when the um Swede stops on the landmine in episode five. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> And they get framed. Diego gets framed for it happening when it was actually whatever a name. I can't even remember a name now. Uh, the bitch from the embassy or whatever it's called. Yeah, the commission. Commission. There you go. 
Yeah, she's what like, uh, yeah, the administrator. Or fuck well, at least she's the fucking handler. dead now. The handler, that's who she is, yeah. She's fucking um, dead. Anyway, so... Yeah, and I'm fucking, I'm balls deep into Ghost of Tsushima at the moment. Yeah. That's fucking lit. Ghost of Tsushima is how they pronounce it in the game. Tsu. Tsushima. Tsushima. It's Sorry. Tsushima. Because it's... Well, no, they space su- it out. So it's it like has Tsunami. Yeah. You don't actually say it Tsunami because it's not an S. It's T-S-E, so it's Tsunami. Yeah. So it's See, I've, been, I've been calling it Ghost of Tushy. Yeah. Well, that's, Tushy. Right. I it was that's pretty much the right way. I thought it was about arses. Yeah, well, that's. <laughs> so, yeah. I thought it was about Tushies. I was like, oh, There's a ghost in the this. shell. Ge- genuinely, oh, though, that's, that game is really fucking good for I really want it. The, the, the style, the feeling, the atmosphere, fucking. Oh. I mean, it's so well done. You're, you're well, like haters are saying. Haters are saying. It's not as good. It is not as good as. The Last of Us 2, it's basically Japanese Assassin's Creed. No, it's not. Yeah, it's, They can it's, fuck off. The Last of Us 2. I haven't even played it, but I've seen people play it. And suck I've been on like, my knob. Oh, the Last of Us yeah. 2 is the greatest game ever made. No, yeah, I, I'm art. I'm going to go ahead and fuck put off, things art. forward and say... I yeah, actually this think... is coming from people with two dads, so let's not even talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but two dads and wet hands. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say I think fucking Ghost of Tsushima is art. It's fucking incredibly mm. done. And like they've been so careful to make sure it's culturally aware. The Last of Us Two is not nearly as fucking culturally aware as from what I've seen is. in Last of Us Two on oh, playthrough. There's oh, no, don't there, give them no. hope. Hench women there was are the best types of women for a video game. Actually, feels genuinely quite. Oh come on! Chris. I don't want to see any tits. Horror based. Come on, eh? don't give them hope. Chris. Other than that, the game's garbage. <laughs> yeah, you no, know, I, that's I, I, where we end it. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> James Garvey. The, 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 the Last of Us 2, the horror sections are the best part of the game, and there isn't nearly enough of them. No. That and murking people is a lot of fun. Mm. Which they don't want you to have fun with, because they're like, oh, feel guilty. You should They've feel guilty names. about ganking I'm stabbing him. I stabbed him in his asshole, and I don't care if he's got kids or a dog. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> if I wanted to feel guilty about shanking people or pay the walking dead. <laughs> Yeah. So, we've come around. Assholes. Horror. Zombies. zombies. Mm. Remember, you're a zombie. So, as we said at the beginning, the Resident Evil TV show sounds like a sack of shit. And what I want to say about it is, with the rich lore of it, could we, as this guy's sick, as the collective known as a bunch of gays, yeah, could we, um, could we create, in conversation... A better series, hmm. not just one season, multiple seasons with varying different casts, interwoven plot lines, in a conversation, an hour-long conversation, whatever it takes. Can we create a better story than the Wesker twins? Okay. The That's a challenge, right? Yeah. I mean, if we start with the head honcho, what was your kind of pitch? Where would you go? What was your first starter? I would go, and I know Jacob's definitely going to agree because he kind of said something similar. I would go espionage route. Mm. I would trick people that never ever played the game into thinking this is like a 24 style spy corporate espionage show Mm -hmm. and then four episodes in hit with full on body horror that you would see in the thing. My story would be about a scientist who... Works at the labs. Is his name Burke? No, 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 <laughs> okay. no, no, no. This is a random no, dude. I don't, I don't want to use. I don't want to use these guys. But I don't want to. <laughs> and 
as he's working on the lab, he knows he's testing viruses. There's a CDC check coming in to make sure they're fucking playing above the law. And his manager is panicking. CDC are in tomorrow. Everyone make sure your workstations are clean, all this stuff. Almost dull and boring, the first episode. Of just this guy, like, his daily routine. And then, maybe 30 minutes into the episode, he stumbles upon some data and he's like, what the fuck does this mean? He confronts his boss with it. The boss flips out on him. Shut the fuck up. You will get us all killed. You will this. And then he starts seeing that there's like military people on the other levels. And he's like, what the fuck is going on in this lab? He makes a phone call to his wife. No systems. Nothing. Mm -hmm. He cannot contact the outside world all of a sudden. CDC are meant to be here tomorrow. Episode 2. CDC arrive. Everyone's hiding shit. CDC officers go missing. They never leave there alive. He witnesses one of them being murdered and he's like, by accident, because he's hid somewhere, the old Otacon in the fucking closet thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and he's just like, I can't believe what the fuck I just saw. Mm. Pissed his pants the whole lot. You do the whole Otacon scene where he's just fucking shit himself. This guy's a nerd. He's not, he's not hard. He's not a survival person. He now knows he's got to get out. Episode three. He's trying to find how he can fuck off. He's packing his bags. Everyone's suspicious as fuck of him, right? The end of episode three containment breach alarm goes off like we hear please evacuate that's the end the next five episodes he is walking through hell itself unopened to everyone zombies liquors fucking monsters and he's got to get out he knows fuck all he knows nothing he knows he doesn't he can't fight he has to fucking find a way to survive and through his grit and determination he gets the fuck out of there. And I would never see that character again in the fucking whole series, right? Mm. Because the second series could be season two, set at the same time, like Resident Evil 2 and 3 are. This is about uh, a um, journalist has got information that they're up to fucking no good. The journalist we've seen in season one, it's like a random person he speaks to. It's his mate, the female friend that he has at work. He kind of wants to hit on or whatever. You see flashbacks to it. She's actually infiltrated to fucking get shit from it, right? So you've now got two seasons set at the same time. Or maybe that season maybe that season one is both of them together because you, you don't have to dedicate the whole episode to them. Yeah. They're both trying to uncover shit in a different way. Maybe they have to team up to get out, whatever it is like that. Yeah. Yeah. You can then go into the fall of Raccoon City. Ooh. Big event. Which you can do fucking anything. Or, before the fall of Ra Raccoon City, you can do your next season, is the, the hunk-style operatives have to show up and shut that fucking lab down and destroy everything. That ends with the lab's gone, they've destroyed everything, we've won, but some dickhead still leaked it into the city. So the city eventually collapses. The same shit happens. A part of like, there's so much shit you could do. So that's kind of ha that's how I would go with it. That that's how I would go with a Resident Evil series. You never need to see Jill. You never need to see Chris. You never need to see fucking Wesker. But you would put the Easter eggs in it as well. It's like fuck, man. Yeah. Um, Name drop them in something yeah. someone's reading, maybe. Yeah, or, or when he's there, and it's like CDC are coming tomorrow. I don't want any of you talking to them, and I don't want any of you talking to stars. Done. Yeah. You know. The old <laughs> maybe you put Birkin in there as one of the scientists oh. that you see because he is the head of the fucking project <laughs> maybe you see him briefly because he works on the level he doesn't work with all the players at the bottom who are just no. doing swabs and shit he's just tampering with some eyes in the corner he's yeah. like yeah boy I or see. maybe the daughter maybe when he's escaping he sees her in the ducts oh, that's what yeah. she fucks yeah. and he's like where are you going she's like oh 
shh and fucks off because you again we don't need to, we don't need to rely on those characters to tell a compelling Resident Evil story yeah so that's that's kind of what I would do with it and even me thinking about it, it puts the hairs on the back of my neck up I'm like fuck I'd watch the shit out of this hmm like, I'd watch the shit out of this. Like, and again, like I said, you never need to see those characters again. If people love them, though, and they're like, I want to see where they develop, then you can do their escape from the city. Yeah. Then they could be hunted down in another state they get to. Or, like, yeah, we're going to run off to the woods and live in a cabin and fucking hide, and then a the fucking nemesis shows up in the woods after them. Now you've got a whole fucking well, predator well, Spencer mansion. Yeah. Maybe they end up in a mansion. Yeah, fuck it, we're going to hide. And then they go, where the fuck have we walked into? And this could be set before Zero. In fact, them turning up there could be the incident that fucked everything up in the mansion in the first place. You know? Yeah. Nice. Nice. That's a good idea. They're just... Because... And and I'm just dealing with stuff that we see in 1, 2, and 3. Mm-hmm. I've not dealt with anything elsewhere that they could fucking do. Yeah. You know? You could get five seasons out of the lore in the first three games. And include Zero as well. Hmm. and you're going to have to if you want to use the law and make it not canon to the games because I don't think you ever can you will need to have slight crossovers maybe Barry you know characters that people don't give a fuck about you know maybe Barry shows up for a bit maybe maybe the guy goes to the local cafe and he sits there Barry's in there swanning about big fat Barry who's a fucking big old lump talking about fucking guns and ammo and how hard he is and whatever else you know he's actually a kind guy he's not a prick or they could um, mention Kendo yep we just just got Ashley in the corner she's checking out trash cans she's like oh this looks like a suitable place to hide. But oh. Barry would be a good one because he yeah, could Barry, be in the local cafe. Ah, we had to arrest this guy last week. What a piece of shit he well, was. You know, like that. And people would go, yeah, that's Barry. That works. Well, even he's like, like, and the guy's like, maybe the main character's like, um, I'm thinking of buying a gun because he's this nervous fucker working in there. And he's like, I'll tell you what gun you need. And he starts fucking, because that's what Barry does, right? Yeah, it could yeah. be Leon. <laughs> could he even have Leon? He joined could the have RPD. Leon. Yeah. You could have Carlos, anyone, really. You just don't want them in it so we don't see their story. No, it's we just like see, a background. We don't see mm. them. This is a little tidbit so fans go, oh my God, fucking Leon's yeah, there. Yeah, nods. He's, he's, he's little like, nods. You know. mm. No, I agree. That's a good shout. I quite like so that. So that's where I'd start. Um, mm. Let's go. I know Jacob desperately wants to talk about this. <laughs> I can see him chomping at the bit. So Jacob, what, what would you do? Uh, it doesn't have to be set in the same universe as mine. Nothing. If you think it can fit in no, what I'm doing, then... Funnily enough... Um, even even like you talking your bit, I've actually come up with a second idea on top of the one I had originally. Ooh. Like the the first idea I had was effectively like a black ops team that works for Umbrella Corporation, oh. like a proper fucking Raccoon city. garbage. Like, you, 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 Fuck you. Yeah, you, it was a you shit have... game. It was badly executed. Amazing story. Well, the game should have been executed before it came out. You fucking Just asshole. Guillotined. The only good thing about that game is hunk. Listen, Vector. And also Hector. Don't even. They both have the same name. <laughs> but I'd probably do them as, like, they go off to different countries and they know they do some shady shit. Like, they, they go and get, like, samples of shit. Yeah. They do... Well, not even Mercs. They're actually a Black Ops team under Umbrella Corporation. But, like... Actually... They, they'd go off and do... These are people that have probably done some fucking war crimes. They're probably Drug been, lords they, and shit. No, 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 no. These are people that have been booted out of armies for doing dumb shit. Oh, yeah, I, that village of Africans, I fucking just... I just fucking fired a rocket at it. I couldn't be bothered to deal with them. Yeah, they said go in there, and they said, yeah, guys, you need to go in there, and you need to steal this stuff, and you need to make sure they... I just fucking killed them. Just, some of them... 
and that would be the ones in the team that are dickheads because you need oh, oh you yeah. need oh, some yeah. of them to just be a rogue motherfucker. But That's you also weird, need but... the one you also need the one who is actually the hero of the story, right? I was going to yeah, say you, you'd, America you'd, you'd have a couple of them are more upstanding guys. Maybe they've been kicked out of the army because they went against an order that they disagreed with. Like, so they're like leave all the bu- leave all your men evacuate a building while his mate said his leg blown off he's like I'm picking him up and carrying the guns out Yeah, sort of so that guy gets gets done for the fucking disobeying orders but he saved his mate's life so of course he, you know that's an honourable character to follow yeah. yeah so then like they go off and you maybe see a couple of things about reports they talk about how they've stolen some things from a couple of different countries gotten stuff they're not allowed to get but then they'll come across some kind of research or some kind of fucking biological thing that Umbrella Corporation's done and they're like this is a bit fucked. Like, they're turning people into monsters and shit. It's like, this ain't what we fucking signed up for. Like, yeah, okay, we're doing some shady shit, but this is a new fucking level. Hmm. Maybe some of them are like, nah, fuck it, we don't care, we're being paid for it. You know, some of the more upstanding ones, maybe they even have a fucking argument and they have to kill some of them. You have the Jesse Ventura Predator one, who's like, they made monsters, I'll fucking kill them. Yeah. You know, he's like, I don't give a fuck, I'll kill anything that comes near me, you know? Yeah. And then Ain't this... no slack, George. Fa- Word I'm not allowed to say. No. But that is a line in the film where yeah. he says, "Wanna be a wanna be a sexual tyrannosaurus just like <laughs> me." But fucking just if if they if they then sort of have a spat, some of them might end up killing each other, and the remaining people, including probably the hero who's more upstanding, they go rogue, and now they start doing like almost anti fucking. Anti-ops, yeah, 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 sabotage, yeah. And then they effectively become one of these resistance forces that are opposing Umbrella Corporation. Which we know of in the sh- in, in the games, there are others, and there are other companies that fucking just want to steal their shit. There's all sorts yeah. of... They, they could even get... Inv- up with one. Yeah, and not know that these fuckers are just as bad. There's so much shit you can do. Well, yeah, you know? and it, it's, it, it gives you a more action and espionage-orientated series with a little bit more these people are trained to know what they're doing and it's a bit more fucking hell for leather. But it, it also takes away from, again, all the main characters. Mm. But, like, you could have maybe a report file they find, again, for, like, nods to things. Maybe there's a fucking... Uh, a report with Jill Valentine from Stars as just something they find where it's something like a transcript... This this Jill Valentine Big fucking classified stinger on it. Please, yeah. Or something like, please destroy... You know, after reading, you know, burn after reading fucking document that someone's again, kept hold of. And you don't need all these other characters. No. But then, on the flip side of that, with what you were talking about before, and mentioning stars, you could do one based around other stars units that have nothing to do with your Valentine, for example. Because yep. mm-hmm. you can, again, you can nod back to these characters, but you can follow a stars unit, like what stars actually do. You can get more on stars as a unit. Yeah. Because... There, there's got to be so many stories you could tell with stars as a whole. Yeah. There's so many things they must do. There well, must you've be got a Alpha reason team, Bravo known. team, but if they turn around and say we got Omega team, and then this is because while the yeah. fans will go, there was no Omega theme in the games. We're not doing the games. We're not making it canon to the games, but we yeah. want to do the games justice with our story without infringing on those. Because I think, and I think this is where a lot of stuff goes wrong. When you make stuff based on games, I think you fuck with um, the people i think you fuck with the people who the fans i think they start getting a little bit pissy about what why have you done that why did you cast this person as jill why did they get funny about it so if you yeah. don't have to touch any of that they, they can go on and enjoy this without 
getting angry that the main characters were fucked. It's why I said, you know, use someone like Barry. Ain't hard to cast Barry. Just needs a big geezer with a beard. And at the end of the day, you don't <laughs> yeah. you don't need to have everyone related to. No, not everyone has to be a Wesker or a Valentine or a Redfield. They don't have to have these names. No. They can be people. Maybe they've met these people sometime in their training or sometime or, in their or history. Spy through them. Yeah, but they they don't need to ever fucking bring those characters in. Like a good example of a series that apparently does really well from a similar idea is Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah, because it's not based on the comics. It's yeah. it's its own incarnation set in that world. And I actually think recently Fear the Walking Dead has become better than The Walking Dead. And there you go. Like, the series I, I they haven't did... watched it myself. I've, I've been meaning to though, because apparently Fear the Walking Dead is fucking it phenomenal. Starts recently. Off slow, it starts off slow, but it gets very good. It gets very yeah. very good. And the most recent se- series that they've done. They meet this girl who like drives around the wasteland recording with a camera. She's like an ex um, the, um, journalist, but the one who would go to like war zones and shit. Mm. So she's got this big fucking tank thing she drives around in. She stops and she's like, hey, I'll give you supplies if you just tell me your story. And she collects stories from people. From like, I, I remember watching that and thinking, fuck man, The Walking Dead could have a spin-off where it's just her tape gets put in. And you see a forty-five-minute journey of a random person. Then the next episode is another person. That because, would be cool. Because you could do so much shit with it. Like, how did you survive? And they're sitting there going, "I had to do this." Then we get the flashback of them fucking in the water, swimming through dead bodies and shit, like all sorts of stuff. And Fear the Walking Dead does it very well. That a Netflix series, as you said, could do exactly the same thing without fucking things over. You know. And it was like we were having to think about before. The, the possibility is they might be trying to tie this into the live action movie series which they the first couple were okay and they very quickly went downhill but if you were still trying to bring nods in you could have them talk about fucking in some of these series they could they could have allusions to Project Alice yeah they wouldn't even need to again they don't need to bring in Mila Jovovich and bring Ever. in Alice the character you can have it where the guy's looking through like I said in the one I was, was talking about like that whole vibe and as he's looking through the things, you see things on it. It's like T virus, Project Alice, blo- like Project Nemesis, Tyrant, Tyrant Project program. Nemesis, Tyrant program. And he's just flicking through them all because they're not. And and he can't click on them. If he goes to click on them, it's like you don't have access to these files. He can only click on his pleb one, which is like blood work, <laughs> local townspeople blood work, and that's all he can do. Because yeah. what they're looking for is people with maybe a certain genetic trait, and he doesn't know what they're looking for. He's just there to find who has this thing. That's his job. Like. <clears throat> yeah, and you, you you can allude very well to some really interesting points or to things from other things, which doesn't invalidate them and doesn't change their canon, but it just brings it all in as oh, they're all in, they're all part of the same universe. How is this interconnected? Where does this fit into this? Yeah, yeah, yeah and like if you ever did end up with the rights, because now they're remaking the movies, and and the old movies are done. If you ever wanted to go, you know what? Fuck it. Let's tell the story of Alice again and do it differently. You now have it set up that if you could get the rights to do it, you could do that. Now, there would be a mo- I think most fans don't like the movies, but the movies mm-hmm. do have their own set of fans that are that are really militant about liking the movies as well. I'll, I'll go ahead and say, I actually, like, I generally enjoyed the movies as a watch. I don't necessarily feel they needed to be Resident Evil movies. No. But they were generally enjoyable up until the last couple. Um... But I think Project Alice, as an idea, if they had that alongside some of these other series ideas or like as as something going on, 
I think they could do really well with it without going off into full post-apocalyptic, like, fucking, she's the saviour of existence. The other thing that happens with TV shows is take Supergirl, for example, CW. They gave that they allowed them to use Supergirl because they were like, we do not want you making a Superman TV show. That's a movie property. You don't do it. Supergirl season one did so well when because the CW bought it off the people because they were going to cancel it, but it did like really decent ratings. And then season two on the CW did fucking huge, and they did the crossovers with Arrow and Flash and all that stuff. Then when it came to the next season, they were given the go ahead to have Clark show up. In the show. So they it's the guy who plays Sephiroth in 7R, the voice actor, oh, yeah. plays Superman in the Supergirl show. And I don't know if he's from another timeline. So he's not from her universe. He's from another universe in her universe. He doesn't. I, I, mean, I don't watch it. He's not my cup of tea, but I know he's in it. Because they were like, you did so fucking well with this. We are going to let you have Superman. Hmm. We're going to let you use him. The same could be said with a Resident Evil series. You do well with this. You know what? Fuck it. You want Wesker in it? You can use Wesker. You know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. Let's just tell the Jill story because this—you've done three seasons. People are fucking raving about it. Fuck it. We're gonna, we're doing that story. You know, like they. I, yeah. See, I still I still reckon you'd want to steer clear of characters like I, I Jill. Feel the, I feel or the Chris same. Redfield, for example, but Wesker, I actually think is a really good one you can use because because he's the antagonist, not the protagonist, and I think using a character like Wesker would work really well as this fucking dark overlord like I'm the big fucking shit of all this yeah you just think I'm a fucking police officer Mm. I've been manipulating shit in the background and worming my ass out I will murder people to get ahead I don't give a fuck like yeah yeah. in fact that's another thing you could you could kind of tell more of Wesker's story from earlier on and everything going on because like you may you may get quite a lot of Wesker involved in Umbrella Corporation maybe Mm. you get more about him before all of that but like I said, we got stars coming and we got CDC. Every time a fucking CDC need to view it, the stars member who goes with him, of course, is fucking Wesker, right? Mm. That's who fucking volunteers. Because of course it's going to be him. Because he's mean, a piece of shit. He works for him. And it makes more sense because he's the stars captain. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's important. I need to be here. No one suspects him. No one knows. Mm. Like in the original game, you don't suspect him. Not until the very end. Not until the end. And you're like, it almost comes out of left field. And I wonder if they just did it for shock value at the end. And yeah, they like, probably did. This guy's just a fucking piece of shit at the end. Fucking hell. And the original, towards the end, you suspect Barry more than fucking yeah. Wesker. Mm. You're like, where's this prick keep fucking running off to? This Barry twat. I think that's good, though. Because, like, having a twist like that, even if it is mainly for shock value, that's good. Because it shows that they're thinking, actually... We could go on the more predictable routes, but what's the least predictable thing we can do? What's going to really shake shit up? Well, you could do that with the story you said, where, <clears throat> and the story that I, I said, in in the same way that... <clears throat> sorry, I've still got a bit of a cold. Mm. Um, that at the end, when the, the guy, the scientist, and the um, undercover journalist get together you could have him just fucking kill her because he was there to steal this shit all this time you think he's been a fucking wimp prick he's actually there to steal it and he's got it 
and he fucks off. And it could be the same with the Boy Scout one, the hero of the fucking team that's, yeah, we don't need to work for Umbrella anymore. He really works for some other prick. Like, the whole time you believe him and you think these dubious motherfuckers that he hangs around with, that he works with, some of them are on the edge. No, we need to open it. We need to, we need to fucking work for Umbrella still. And he's there going, look, I'm not okay with this. He's lying and playing them the whole time because he's there to steal it for someone else. You can throw the same kind of twist that the, the games have in them in it. You can add shadowy figures like Ada that could just be another kind of operative like Ada her. Ada wrong. You know, <laughs> Ada's dong. Everyone wants to suck on Ada's <laughs> dong. Oh, shit. I'll give Ada dong. Ada schwong. But you could, you could have a character like Ada, not Ada, yeah. but a man or a woman who's just another shadowy motherfucker who's just like, every now and then just sort of appears and you're like, who the fuck is this piece of shit? Or what is their game? I don't know what they're really up to. Because then, you could then go, we're going to do a season on what they are up to. Yeah. And you, and it's not like stretching it out. It's like we are going to fulfill the entire story in a way that makes sense to the viewer and to the public. And our, our ideas could already coexist in the same one yes. and not step on each other's toes or even intersect at different points yeah. so those, those are ideas that would fit together or even be able to be introduced into later stories yeah, yeah it's a good idea so, 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 yeah. Tian's been writing notes I have yeah he's been looking around uh, I know Chris is the Resident Evil expert I think he's played more Resident Evil games than all of us combined so we're oh. saying save the best we're for last we're saving then. for last <laughs> so we go, we go with yeah. Tian because I can see him writing stuff down he's got notes He's yeah. as yeah. we're talking he's like fucking right. yeah because it's funny when I first MC squared down there. When I first went into planning this, because you let us know roughly like what couple two three days, days yeah. couple days ago, um, you know, quickly think up something that you think would make for a good series. So I thought, well, if we're gonna do a zombie survival thing, what's the thing that we don't see very often, right? And the thing that I immediately thought of was, you start off with your three main points of. A series right so you've got your villain you've got your situation escalator and then you've got your hero right and i thought well how about if we start the first episode by not showing you which is which okay so you've leave got ambiguous yeah kind of leaving it to interpretation right really? so you the first character that you're going to get introduced to is the ceo of umbrella corporation or um, umbrella pharmaceuticals right yeah so well, you that see... division, Raccoon Division of Umbrella, he's the yeah. head honcho of that. But basically, the guy that called the calls the shots, and you'll see his side of things of like when he was a kid, he always wanted to help people, and he brought up a pharmaceutical for the betterment of humanity, right? And you you see him in board meetings talking about peace, and you know going to countries that are less less wealthy, which, which could explain. Why are they doing the research they are on animals and DNA and this shit? Yeah. Because it's like, imagine if we could have someone who's lost their arm regrow their limb. Mm -hmm. Imagine if we could use a topical, you know, rub on the skin or an injection yeah. that makes someone's sight return. See, this is it. That can, that can, that can get rid of retardation. This is um, birth defects. We can yeah. actually have an injection rather than a medical procedure that can fix these problems. Aging. 
Yeah. And then and then it's like and, th- and that's where you start going into it. Oh, aging, right? That's what they're up to. Mm. Oh, this motherfucker wants to be able to live for a long time because he's a rich piece of shit. Yeah. He doesn't want to fucking die. Like the Prometheus uh, movie, yeah. Yeah. you know, like oh. you know that sort of Well, this is what I mean. Like the first initial thought that you're going to get from this guy is blissful ignorance, right? Yeah. He wants to do really well and make the world better, but he doesn't know the science behind it and he doesn't know the effect, right? No, and he's he, he and, and someone who's like that is a corruptible, a corruptible element, yeah. like, like Birkin was was. Well, that's it. Corruptible. Yeah, he wasn't doing this because he wanted to make monsters. Right. And that that's kind he of wanted the... to cure his fucking daughter's disease. That's yeah. what he was there for. And that that's kind of like the first couple of episodes. So you see his side of things where he's, and then you'll start to see slight things like, oh, Africa would pay you this much if you, if you give us a, a prototype of this, and he's like, oh, well, that's good because. We're making money, and you get a prototype that helps everyone. But he doesn't realize the side effects when it's introduced with human beings. Yeah, right? and because he's dealing with some countries, it's like you just make up an African country, Wakanda. You make one up. You just make yeah. one up, right? Yeah. And it's like the people of um, Liberian want to deal with us. Yeah. And you go, okay, people of Liberian want to deal with us. And then you have the Liberian, ha, from Liberia, you come to my country, you pay you lots of money. We have the richest oil in Africa. Yeah. But then they could also have, their thing is, in Africa, there's resources and shit that we want to get in. Yeah, well that's it. There's like, you know, it's a right? beneficial Plant elements choice. and all that shit, yeah. Right? Yeah. So he's making the avid choice of, I don't really know what this science does, but I think it's good and you're giving us money. So, you know, so that's going to be his character, right? The next character, it's almost like, have you ever played GTA V? So you've got the three different perspectives. So episode one to two, that's going to be what you have. So you have the different divisions of Umbrella, right? So then, you know, you've got the situation escalator, which is a scientist. He's going through some mental breaks, right? So he's, he's a smart guy, but his moral compass is broken because of what he's done over the years of being Umbrella, right? So he knows what's going on scientifically, but he doesn't know what's going on worldwide. He doesn't know what deals are being made. He's he just know doing who's science. Being sold what? Yeah. yeah, he's just making the science because that's what he loves to do. He's a bit nutty, but he... maybe because a character like that, when you have archetypes, maybe he's got a substance issue. That's it, right? You know, like There's so he's a wild card. Going on. Maybe this fucker's fucking self-medicating with shit he's making in the lab he doesn't know what he's up to yet like yeah. you know and i mean the first thought you're going to think to yourself is this guy's fucking horrible because you think to yourself well he's a scientist he's experimenting on animals yeah he and he fucking loves it he loves yeah. doing it it keeps him busy right so that's yeah. kind of that's almost the switch up you so think socially that, awkward with people yeah because he, he doesn't know how to interact with people so like it's all science you think that he's the main bad guy especially when like, he's dealing with other people and he's just talking to them like a piece of shit yeah like you said it's because he's socially awkward but yeah. we're tricked into going no he's just a douchebag later on you well, find no, out his wife died his fucking kid got yeah. something done there's this something to, yeah. else to it right there's more to it maybe he was in a previous division of a science group that did fucked up shit right and he's just grown accustomed to it right and then the third side of that is the hero right which we don't know at the time but it's say for example it's cdc right just a guy like a bodyguard around the company that just keeps an eye on anyone that's trying to protest against this like animal testing or so an order vegan show like, up outside going, yeah something like that in? right you've just got an ordinary guy just day to day he's protecting the building from people throwing shit at he's it he's on or, trigger watch yeah 
Yeah, he, he's just yeah. an armed guy. He's a bodyguard, right? Maybe he keeps an eye on someone important. Or... Maybe even more than a bodyguard. Maybe he's like head of security. Yeah, there you go. That kind of guy. Because someone... people would instantly hate him too. People would instantly go, what a prick. To be fair, you could yeah, even, exactly. you could right? even throw another that's, spanner in the works. That's maybe. what I think the beauty is, because you never know who the villain is at the very beginning. you got a guy with a gun that's fucking showing off a bit of macho. You think, oh, that's a prick, right? And then you got the guy in corporate that's trying to help humanity. Morally fucking ambiguous when it yeah. comes to his actual... And then you got the scientist that fucking's just experimenting, trying to do whatever, and you're like, well, he's a cunt as well. Well, so you, right? could, you could muddy the waters a bit even even more with that by having with your like your security guy. Maybe he's got a storyline going on where there's a bit of a lawsuit going on that they're trying to fucking sweep under the rug because he shot someone protesting for. Maybe they got a bit fucking too close and they were getting really violent and he shot them. I mean, yeah, but but you don't find out until a bit but this later. This is the thing. The situation. Wanna, what I want to point out is you want to have little subtle undertones, right? So you've got the shady businessman that you can tell he's he doesn't understand what's going on, but he's making money, right? You got the scientist who's clearly having something wrong with his head, but he's doing something, right? And then you've got the bodyguard that's just doing his day to day. It's relatable, right? You got the bodyguard that just does what he does, and he's just fighting off against these protesters, and people can view him how they want. Yeah, he you doesn't even care. Make that his big concern. Yeah, his big concern is everything in the company seems fine, not realizing what's going on. Fucking behind. ain't fine, right? Yeah. But the outside mess that we're having to deal with. The, the the God hates, not going to say the next word, assholes that are hanging around outside with, stop doing this. Like, you know, the, yeah. the anti-abortionist type people that are like, yeah. you've got fetuses in there. We know you do. And they don't. You know, mm. we know they don't. But they, that, that's what they do. Or you, you go with, you know, the triggered um, ultra fucking Antifa types in there saying, you're killing animals. You're this. You treat people badly. You're experimenting on... You're experimenting on black folk or whatever it is they want to say. Like, like they've mm. got their thing. We know what you're doing in Africa. You don't give a fuck about people. Like, yeah. you have that. You can have those types as well. Yeah. So the the way that I really boiled it down was you've got character one, aka corporate villain. He's House of Cards esque, right? He's trying to get an edge on his fucking other people around him. He wants to make sure he keeps his place. Yeah. Right. Then you've got the scientist that you get almost like Mad Max kind of vibes for. Like, he's just nuts and he's willing to do whatever, right? Because he just enjoys it. It's almost like he wants that well, yeah, next And mad, mad Scientist is a trope that everyone yeah. knows, that everyone can identify when they see it. They know Mad Scientist. But they then, get it. It's, it's not, I'm not saying it's overplayed or no, anything no, no, like that. That's no. not, but with tropes, you need tropes in Yeah, stuff, of course. Cause, and then the beauty of his character comes in later when you realise that this is actually someone you should be sympathetic for. He's been through a lot. Like, yeah. he's just broken inside and he hasn't gotten any help. You know, right? and it could just be stuff like... And, and it's such an easy one. And then it's kind of what they did with um, the Gardener in the Walking Dead series. He wants to find a cure. Or he wants to find out that that people that are zombies still have memories. Because his daughter has been turned. Yeah. yeah. And that's his motivation. It could be this guy's wife died. His kid died. He's cryogenically frozen him. The reason he's trying to reanimate shit is because he wants her back. Mm. You know? And you find that out at the end and you're like, fuck. See, this Poor is... cunt. Maybe he even brings her back and she comes out as a zombie. This and is... it's like, yeah. oh, that's even worse. And now he's got to kill her again. Mm. You know? Yeah. So this is kind of the diagram that I've gone with how, <laughs> how the story goes, right? So you've got episode one and two. Everyone's in there. You yep. get, you kind of get that moral. 
at first you think this guy's nice. He's paying for all this research. He's trying to help, you know. And then you've got the scientist. He's actually doing stuff. He's actually making things happen. you just got some shitty bodyguard yelling at some protesters, <laughs> right? So you think, oh, they're, you know, it kind of switches it up, right? And as the story goes, you start to realize how corrupt this really is, right? You've still got all three points. And what happens is once you get to the point where the situation maker hits the same line as that fucking Scientist, hero, yeah. that's when the outbreak happens. You realize he's hit a breakthrough. He's actually made this happen. But he's so psychotic and he's so broken that he's let it be released. And with that, maybe he doesn't let it be released. Maybe he's made it and he's like, this reanimation stuff works. Mm. However, it's a failure. Mm. He tells the bot, it's a failure. But it works, it works, but they're fucking monsters. Yeah. <clears throat> the boss doesn't give a shit. And he's like, he's making money. well, we can make weapons off this. Yeah, exactly. He's so like, oh, we've we got an, ar- into the an military. army. Yeah. yeah, so he's like yeah. on the phone to the military. Yeah, weaponizing dead bodies is a fucking <clears throat> messed up thing. That's what I mean. Work. Right, and that's where the, the then, character dips go in. But then right? at this point, the protesters breach the ground mm. and get into the building. And the CEO just goes, release it. Yep. We need a test subject. And you've got a bodyguard that doesn't know what's going on. Release it. They boom, they release it. Now, you've got a fucking horde inside your facility, ripping people apart. The CEO's locked himself away. He's safe. He's on the route. Maybe he fucks off. Well, he's probably already yeah, making he's already deals with other gone, countries. You know? He's like, fuck it. You want an army of dead people? Fuck it. There you all, go. All, all the security. And it could just, yeah, and it could just be that, like, that's how the security guy finds out about it. You see? The fucking, he's in the little security room, and all the cameras are just showing people eating each other. And he's now like, he's got to try and help got, people get out. He's got, he, he's got to get gotta out. He's got to find a yeah. way, right? And that's where the character switches start to really develop, right? So you've got your situation... You've got almost like your climax. You've got the maximum of the drama, right? And then you start to get to your resolution where you realize that this bodyguard's finally gotten out. And then boom, season two. His new goal is he wants to take down this company, right? He wants to figure out a way to change what's going on. He starts working with the protesters while the outbreak happens. He makes almost a community to take things on, right? And that's kind of my view, right? He almost makes... It's, it's where you see all perspectives of the story and you decide who you think is the villain from a certain point and it changes constantly. People have Another standards. thing I would add to the character of the head of security is he's a single dad because the wife died. That's it. He's got a kid at home. Yep. Watch his Pokemon. He's a simp. <laughs> he's got a simp at home. <laughs> he's a no, simp. he's got like a little kid at home. Oh, okay. Never mind. My bad. You know? My bad. He's got like a fucking eight-year-old or something. He probably is watching Pokemon at age. Um, you know he is. He, he's got an eight-year-old with a Pornhub addiction. Um, <laughs> I mean, the accounts are free, so you know. God, you're speaking to me on levels here, Sam. But what? But what I'm saying is like that's how. Because then once yeah. you figure out the only reason he took this job with these dickheads was. To the provide. money, the yeah, money. He's got real to fucking well. And that's when you blow into it. He could be ex-military. Mm. This is why he's a badass. This is why when it goes down, he's the perfect fucker you want with you. Yeah. It's like you know, like the movies. Um, like uh, you ever watch the uh, Bronson movies, Death Wish? I've seen Death Wish. They're like yeah, yeah. The Death Wish. Yeah, Death Wish. Yeah, where they raise his wife. The guy can't hear. He's no, my, oh no no no, no, no. these are like 70s mo- movies with Charles Bronson not the, not the criminal God, the actor yeah. Charles Bronson 
And he basically they like these criminals like rape his wife okay. and maybe his daughter too and they kill one of them. And he is just like a normal everyday guy and he just snaps and yeah. goes through the city hunting these motherfuckers down hmm. to a point that they, they soon realise that we have messed with the wrong cunt. Yeah. <laughs> like we fucking well, that's kind of we what... messed with the wrong and that's what it would be with him. And you don't realise this guy's ex-military yeah. well, not until you that. get to a, maybe the middle point but if... where he's getting Afghanistan flashbacks or something yeah. and you go this guy's a badass why'd you fuck with See, this guy? And the beauty is like I kind of got a lot of inspiration from Zombieland 2 actually funnily enough <laughs> with, with, um, with the bodyguard kind of character right? When you first think of a character and you see they're mundane, you don't think very much of them, right? You just think that they're just some boring guy going on, right? But when you put a boring person in a dangerous situation or a crisis, you start to see who they really are, right? You start to see that these guys will go to certain lengths to get things done, right? Yeah. Say, for example, the bodyguard, he's in the middle of a hallway and he starts seeing some motherfuckers run at him. And you've just realised you've messed with Liam Neeson in Taken. He's got some or fucking. Because yeah. got... I love those sort of. Me- I love the movies where someone fucks with the wrong guy. Yeah. I fucking love them. I, will, I can watch them all day. If, if, if that was a genre, fuck with the wrong guy is a genre. Mm. And, and people making like TV series and movies, I'd watch it all the time. I yeah. love it. I, I love watching someone get their comeuppance from fucking with the wrong person. Yeah. I, when I, I first watched Taken, I was like. Four. I still need oh. to watch three. Oh. Bit, yeah, three's good. When, I've got, when I've I first watched, so. when I first watched Taken, you don't really know too Ooh. much about him. It's only when he meets up with his friends and they're like, "So how are you doing with retirement? You know, and not being in the force anymore." And they kind of hint at something, but the minute he takes his daughter and he's like, "She's like, Dad, these people are in here," and he's like, "What time is it? What's the room look like? What can you hear?" And you're like, "This guy knows something." When the guy's saying something to him and he's like, "I'll find you." And he's like, good luck. And he puts it, and he records it and he saves it on his phone. The next day, he's like on the fucking plane out there. At that point, you go, oh shit. They've mm. literally just nicked Solid Snake's daughter. Like, mm. what the fuck have they done? Like, they've but, just um, fucked up. My, my main view, right? If I think of season one, the bodyguard's goal, he's oblivious to what's happened behind the scenes. Of course, because he wouldn't he's just, have access to it. He's just mm. having to deal with what's going on in the corridors, in the hallways, in the fucking, right? So his main goal throughout season one is going to be, I've got to protect the CEO. Mm. That's my job. That's what I'm getting paid for. I need to get him out. He doesn't realize that's the prick who's fucking done it all. Exactly. Right. And then after season one, he realizes maybe he finds some documentation or that, some, that would be a good way to end season right? one. That would be season one's it. end. He found he mm. found documents that are meant to be deleted, but it got well, so go. bad. He's he's at the top of the building. He fucking sees the CEO off in his fucking helicopter. Yeah. He starts to go back down. He sees something on the desk. As a look at it, fucking CEO selling the shit. To well, the CEO gets in a fucking helicopter and then some fucker snipes him on the rooftop. Yeah. But he doesn't kill he blacks him. Blacks out. Snipes him on the rooftop and he's like, why? They wanted me fucking dead. And then it's he wakes CD up. Too. He wakes up and now when he goes gets out of there, he understands this wasn't an accidental outbreak. This was planned. This the was whole planned. time. Maybe at the moment he meets the scientist and the scientists are rambling mess and he's like they did this. They did this. This was contained. Only me can pull the lever to get this out in the in the air. This was pumped through the air ducts. Someone did this. Yeah. And there's only one other person who has access to do it. And Boom. it wasn't fucking me. And the guy's like, he wouldn't do that. Yeah. Come on. He's helping me raise money for my son so I can put him through college in, in his later years and all this exactly. shit. Like, right. So that's what I like the main season to be about. 
almost that twist and turn of who's the real villain, who, what's going on. Because espionage is a huge thing in Resident Evil. A lot of people don't go, it's survival horror. No, espionage is a massive, massive deal in it. That yeah. All Wesker does is corporate espionage. That's his fucking main goal. Mm -hmm. Stealing shit, fucking people over, going into places he shouldn't be and getting stuff, making sure truth doesn't escape, making sure people are silenced. That's what he does. Especially yeah. until it's why Ada's there. <laughs> exactly, no, yeah. And like, there's loads of stuff you can do with that. Like You could even maybe have him get in the helicopter right, with him and they fucking kick him out. Yeah, they find a way of... He like... gets a call. He gets a call from a shadowy figure. We see the shadowy figure, just an outline in the background, but we see them trademark black glasses. And he's mm -hmm. like... Or even he's like, who who's with you? And he's like, uh, John, the bodyguard. We need to attract his son. This is the CEO. And he's like, the city's lost. Like, hmm? we, we're not, kick, we're not, we're not extracting anyone. Yeah, boom. And he's like, kick him. No one knows. And he's like, what? He's like, kick him. He's a liability. He boots him out. He falls, but they're not high up. They're not that high up enough yet. Boom, boom, boom through the trees. He's outside the mansion. Like, there's loads of shit they yeah, can do. There's loads of stuff where he fucking lands. Yeah. Like, there's all sorts of stuff they right? could do. And I think a really good intro. I didn't really think too much of it, and now that you've mentioned all this stuff, I've kind of tried to almost add Expand to it a little it. bit, yeah, right? Yeah. So what happens if he's going through the office and someone he knows very fondly, they, they group together, they become, you know, they start working together to get through, right? Well, they've, then, now got the, they've now got one experience of dealing with this shit. Um, they've probably got some PTSD going on at that well, point, right? 100%. But they one thing that happens with people during PTSD elements is if they get something that does shock them to their core like that, and they do it as a group, they like bond oh, deeply. Yeah. There was an experiment a few years ago where they had this shaky bridge, where what they did was they they had this they had this bridge they set up and it was like a plain bridge, and they had like twenty people go through the bridge, um, one at a time, and then at the end, someone would go, "Hey, here's a leaflet," mm. right? So they did. They did that, and like they would go to them. What happened at the end of the bridge? Like, I don't know. They would then have these people on the bridge, and it's wobbling, and they're all fucking ramped up with fear. And the person who's giving leaflets is a woman, and it was all men. And she would run out. She's, oh my god, are you okay? That was so scary. I just got off the bridge myself. I can't believe it. And then they would go like the guy would like. There was this beautiful woman. Like they would. They would remember her like way more. They were like. They were like, yeah, oh man, I should have got a number. I should have got a number. Like, like. Yeah. And you have this stuff, people on plane crashes, a man and a woman they've never met before. Mm. They're on a plane. The plane's fucking shaking. They're holding hands. They don't know each other. Yeah. They get off, the, the plane survives the crash or the, the plane has to do an emergency landing. They end up getting together and they end up being together for 10, 20 years. And people go, oh, it must have been made for them to get, you know, it's, it's, it's fate it's brought fate. them together, right? And the thing is, without that scenario, they would have never even looked at it. Fuck, they would never no. made eye contact. It's too embarrassing. Mm. Possibly, even if they did speak, they would never be in a match. But when they bonded in that moment of sure, of, of fear, where they understand each other, where they almost are like the last two people on earth, when you bond with someone like that, it yeah. never leaves you. Yeah. And I, I really like, especially with what you've just said, that I really like the idea as well of like him having a son, right? Because after season one ends, he thinks, well, why... Why, as as writers, why do we just forget about this setting, right? That they're in. Why just throw it away and then make it some 
like do a fast forward. Well, or well season two could you, you could do a season two right? where it's in the city. And he's, he's got to get his fucking get son. son, right? And not only that, but the person that he's been with, for example, they might have fucking family members. They might need to get involved as well. Yeah, you'd have one of them die, right? You'd, but, you'd have it be a bird yeah. that he's with, and when they get to her house, the husband's dead. Whatever, yeah. some they've died, but he manages to rescue his son. Yeah. And then, and then you, you can do the paternal element that they do in The Walking Dead with Michonne and Carl, where she's like the surrogate mum, hmm. and she's got someone to care for, because maybe he's a stripped dad. And yeah. then she's like, lighten the fuck up. And, then she, and like she's just lost her husband. and that. So then if you make them fall in love, the characters, which is always a, a plus point. It's always something. Because chicks are watching. Yeah. They want it. <laughs> the gays might be watching. So, th- so they, they like a bit of romance. Yeah. Um as do we all yeah so that is but you don't sit there and go this bitch just fucking got with this guy of her husband died yeah no you make it a deep fucking yeah like, they've gone through no, she's it, helping him look after the son they've saved each other lives almost like in the first terminator film with uh kyle and sarah connor yeah where they are not compatible hmm. but by the time they have sex with each other by the time they just they end up falling for each other because of, they've just been through a war essentially being chased by an unstoppable machine like the Nemesis, mm. you know. You give you give it some depth and some background. Yeah. yeah. Well, not. So. I was thinking Context. as well with season two. Why does it have to just be these two characters going playing on the fact that what we've got in season one, I think, would work really well. You've got those different characters. How about we have uh, umbrella operatives coming in to clear up the mess as best they can. So you've got both stories co- like going through each other could, as well. You could, or you just let them. Then no, they do. They let off a tyrant in the city. Yeah, because I mean, we're going to got... nuke the city. Maybe, mm. maybe there's operatives in the city, and they're like, we've got five key personnel. We want those fuckers out of there. They need to be out of there. Maybe it's the fucking guy, the mentally fucking insane dude. Yeah, who maybe made the it. scientist. We need this fucker out of there. Maybe we don't hear anything about him until the very end, yeah, and then that... we realise he's still kicking about somewhere. Maybe when he boots the guy out, and he want to. Like, I'm going to just use the name Birkin. It's not going to be Birkin, but they go, did yeah, you yeah. get Birkin with you? And he was like, no, sir, I don't know what happened to Birkin. They went, well, who's with you? You said you've got two. He's like, oh, chief of security. Kick him. Because he doesn't have Birkin, you know? True, so they throw him out because they thought that was the scientist. They instantly thought, oh, if he's, if, he, if it's him and one other, it's going to be the fucking No, that's a right? good shout. So then you know that this mentally ill scientist is still kicking about somewhere. <laughs> Doing whatever the fuck he's doing. Corpse shagging. I mean, he could be almost like what you said with Birkins. Maybe he has fucking done something to himself. I mean, he knows how it all works. Do you know what would be really right. twisted in that case, actually? Go on. He's still in that same building and never left, and he's still fucking around with the same shit. Yeah. But, like, with whatever he's done with himself, the fucking zombies just yeah, leave him alone. They him. think he's one of them. Because yeah. he's worked so long with the chemicals, it's almost imprinted on himself. Or he's he hasn't made, changed. He's made a pheromone to fuck him off. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit like Wesker, right? Wesker doesn't get fucked up by the zombies. I, I, I would honestly them. have him, right, if this was the story that we were going to do for Netflix. I'd obviously have the fucker's injected himself with something. And he yeah. now looks like, you know, um, in, um, what's his name, uh, Vincent, uh, the fucking Kingpin actor. Uh, D'Onofrio, what he's called. I know uh, who you mean. Yeah, yeah. they're um, gone, right? You know, in... Um, the Men in Black film. He's the guy who's put the skin on. He's all yeah, like, yeah. weird. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? I would have... This guy now looks like that. He's like fucking twitchy. Yeah. He's got boils on his neck. Like, he's fucking done he's something. Fucked. Maybe some of them start winking their eyes. Like, he's fucking done himself up. I like this. Like, 
because it's like it, it's twining everything together so you never know who necessarily is the bad guy right but it also brings you back to where it all started as well to a degree yeah yeah because it, it makes you realize that these three characters are still there they're still doing things there's just something in and you, you can you can have the shock of the guy going like I need to, I need answers or whatever it is. There's something he has to go back for. Maybe it's even something thinking, like he realizes he's left his fucking wife's locket in his locker room. Or like, and he's like, I yeah. need it. I need that her wedding ring because yeah. she's dead, right? I need to go back and get it. You stay here with my son under lockdown. I'm coming back for you. I'm going to get it. When he gets there, he now has to kill this fucking scientist who is now some weird fucking tentacle fucking creature motherfucker and it's just like what the fuck is going on yeah, yeah. he's sitting yeah. there he's just sitting there his tentacles like they're all up birds because they like anime so he's like all oh, fucking invading <laughs> he's invading zombies with his fucking tentacle cocks the old fucking sloshy noises boom he's in there masturbating over a picture of 2B um mate fucking wouldn't we all he's got the hentai Tifa video from the 90s playing <laughs> oh, oh shit oh looking like old Jojo fucking Jesus Big titty tafer. But yeah, that's kind of my idea. So yeah. you, I don't know. It's all, I just, when I first started planning this, I thought, oh, it's typical. You get one character and you do a linear story. But I, I always like the little films that give you almost that twist and turn of you never know what's going on. Yeah, really. and it's like you could do, there's so many ways of doing it. And we'll move on to Chris's one in a second, right? But like, even like a TV show like 24. Where you follow Jack Bauer, but during his following, you see him intertwine with other characters mm. for like maybe four episodes. He spends time in this one, then he's that one because it's set over that twenty-four hour period, right? Dude, dude, exactly. Dude. That's a fucking twenty-four. Was like, a 20, twenty-four is like ahead of his time. Oh yeah. The yeah, first no. season was so. There was like ninety-eight or something that came out, like or maybe it was maybe uh, two thousand at the latest. Well, I'm not a fucking all on DVD. I don't know. It was definitely. I think it was like early nineties. It started. It was. De- I think it was the nineties. I can't remember. It might. Mm-hmm. But it might. Be- if it was two thousand, I mean, that's still twenty fucking years. Yeah. Ago. I mean, I never. I never finished it. It was, I it watched was the like like X Files. It was a fucking head of its time in terms of what it represented and what it did, yeah. and probably changed um, a lot of TV moving forward. A little bit like in the early nineties, with like Twin Peaks, definitely changed how TV was made, mm. or. Or the Sopranos, for example, definitely changed how TV was made. Like there were these things yeah. like that. But looking at looking at those sort of shows, these big shows like um, that, that definitely had an impact on everything. Hmm. Taking that into account, if you wanted to do a full-on action show out of Resident Evil, you could. Yeah, easy. You want to do a spy thriller, you could. You want to do a drama between a married couple who are stuck in this facility fucking want to get out and escape maybe they only encounter maybe three or four zombies they don't encounter a lot mm. you could do it yeah of yeah you don't you, have to focus on the zombies or the horror side yeah. at all you could do a show like uh, have you seen the film monsters mm. they go to like brazil or somewhere and they're like need to get back to america and they go on this boat trip and then they then there's these like fucking maybe alien creatures or something that are just there doing shit ripping shit apart Fucking, there's like a quarantine zone that they end up in. They fucking stuff up, and then what they re- when they get to the end of it, they realise that these creatures are actually scared, and they're just trying to protect themselves, and they aren't from our planet. But sending in military teams into the zone where they have landed, that they're trying to stay away from everything, 
to find them and do it is just tick them off to the point that when you get to the end of it they're like fuck it they're just destroying the entire planet yes. they're just like we're done or like you know like Cloverfield is with the big fucking shit imagine oh, imagine you could do that almost following on a camcorder found footage thing during a Resident Evil Ooh, outbreak. I think they've kind of done that, actually. I think there was actually a Resident Evil film where a lot of it was that, where it was all camcorded. I can't remember which one it was, but there was one where it was following a guy that was just going through this scenario with a camcorder, making sure... You sure you're not thinking of something like Wreck? Or Quarantine? It or might be. I don't know. There's zombie films. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of shit like that in Resi 7. It's a lot of camera yeah, stuff Resi in Resi 7. Yeah, more like just a first Or even those things like aspect. fucking out. What's it called? The fucking Outlast. The Outlast yeah. Like, yeah like. Outlast. It might be. You might be right, to be honest. Outlast 2 is a fucking good game, but the story is fucking shit. It's great Man, if you like Blowers was the best that it's ever been. Man, you know, the only thing with the fucking Outlast game is like, it makes my fucking heart feel like it's going to jump out my chest. There's uh, moments in it where I'm like, this is too tense and I have to fucking stop for a minute. Um, Outlast 1 isn't so bad. Outlast Whistleblowers I found to be the scariest experience. <laughs> but the, the, the other problem I actually have with Outlast is they, they go through chase scenes in it, in the second one at the very least. And it's not so much a you chase, you get a horror thing and everything and that's that. If you even slightly fuck up in the way you go, you get caught and you die, and you have yeah. to do the whole fucking yeah. thing again. So it becomes less of a... It's more tedious. Yeah, it's less of a survival horror of, oh god, I don't know which way to go, and whatever way you go, you can survive, but you just get fucked up and scared on the yeah. way. It's literally just a, this is the path you go, if you fuck it up, you do it again. There's, it's another, one, there's, another, one, there's another one like it, where um, there's not. almost like a pyramid head type thing. Oh, uh, it's like Outlast, the same thing. Like you've got to go Silent a certain Hill. way. No, no, no. no. It's Hill. like a pyramid head type thing. Oh, There's right. like this um, thing in a building, and like certain doors are locked. You have to go to them at like in a in a sequence. You have like if you make one mistake, it gets you every time. Oh, right. It's almost like just constant trial and error. Like you'll start the game, you go through the door on the left, it gets you straight away. Mm. So you now don't ever. So you don't you go don't in it. So you have to go in the door on the right. You go in the door on the right. You pick up the key. Now. You go to the door on the second right, he gets you. But on the door on the second left is where the key opens to lock you in. Yeah. Once you go in there, you can hear him rattling around in the room back. So now you have to double back. And the door on the second right and the door on the first left that you first saw, you can go in because he's gone from them areas. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember what it was. And I remember playing that. It was a lot of trial and error. And I'm not someone who gets jumpy or scared. But this thing was literally like jump scares. When he saw you, his face would just rah on the screen and just fucking jump at you. Yeah. And I was like, I can't keep playing this because my fucking blood is boiling. Yeah. My fucking heart rate is pumping. Because this fucker will just jump out of nowhere and just like bite your face off or some shit. Yeah. Like Where's every fucking... And when you're playing the game, it would auto-save when you did the right thing. Yeah. So when you open the right door, auto-save. So you would always go back to that, whatever it is you do right. Mm. But because the, there were so many options and the game wasn't big in terms of like the space you move in is huge hmm. it wasn't the space you move in is probably the size of the um police station in resident evil 2 but only the police station not the car park not the yeah. lower levels the main forum and then all the side offices that's kind of the, and the upstairs level that's the size of this place but to to go through it to escape the building you have to choose the right path. But if you had a guide, you'd never even see the monster. No, no, no. Because there's no reason for you to see. You would hear it. You would, you would get scared by it. You might, you might see like a glimpse of his foot and stuff. 
but you wouldn't know it existed unless you made a fuck up. Yeah. Well, this this is why I don't want to because FNAF is a big thing now, right? Five Nights at Freddy's, mm. huge franchise now. I played the first one. Yeah, it was scary. Fair enough. Jump scares. It, you know, tough game when it gets to the end. But then second one, same shit, right? Third one, same shit. Fourth one, same shit. It, it, it's gotten to a point. What is there? Like six now? Seven? I can't um, remember. There's seven a lot games. Of them. Seven games, like two VR ones. Yeah. But they only got big because of PewDiePie, right? Yeah, but the, the the fact that is that they make enough money to keep making these shitty games that are the exact same every time. We'll not happily sit there and play PT on the demo for hours and hours and hours because it's not boring. You just change it no, all the time. No, but PT was done in the horror way of like the kind of horror I like. Mm. You know? Almost like Silent Hill Silent kind Hill of stuff. Silent Hill fucks with you, right? Yeah. It, 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 the game it, it's fucks ju- with it's you. just eerie the entire Res- time. Resident Evil has some jump scares, but it's so action based. Yeah. Well, especially it, it doesn't when it... fuck with you. Resident Evil. I never played a Resident Evil game and gone, I need to stop because it's scaring the fuck out of me. It's I don't never know. never happened. In, in, That's what the original did. Resident Evils, I think, were less action based. Oh, seven. Seven's the. Is that the, the fucking cabin? There was a VR one. Yeah, yeah. When I saw all the stuff, trailers for that, I was like, I don't actually. This is a great game. It was actually really good. Yeah, people people tell me that, but I was like. As far as games go, we don't. I I personally still don't see how it's tying back into Resident Evil yet. But I think. Um, I think. No, I think they've gone with the slow burn. I think the whole point of that was they're not immediately throwing you back into Umbrella Corp. They're not immediately throwing you back with characters like Chris Redfield, blah, blah, blah. I think... Well, the DLC threw you more into the Umbrella Corp. But again, Chris, I, th- I think again, it's a s- no, slow burn. I think the purpose of Seven mm. is to give you something completely out there. A little bit like we've been talking about here that has nothing to do with a lot of the stuff going on. Yeah. And they're going to push it back in and I think they're going to try and do something really interesting with it. With yeah. this village, you're going to get you're going to get Umbrella again. That yeah. And after five and six, people went, we want survival horror again. And they went, yeah, because right, it's almost like six was a fucking shit. Fan. But the same village is like open world, right? That's all, this village is well, an open village, right? They said that about seven. They said that it was an open world. Well, it kind of is open. You can go wherever you want yeah, there is, there until is, you get to a certain uh, point. There's know. a certain degree. It's still linear because you've got certain prerequisites to get to well, everywhere. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a little different. And there are hints in Seven, right? To There's like documents and hints to Umbrella. I got Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because well, when I saw the gameplay and I saw what it was, I was like, this isn't for me. Hmm. And do you know what it wasn't isn't for me? It was the fact that like that dude in it, the weird fucking guy... Then turns into some giant monster, and I was like, "Oh, uh, oh Jack!" I was like, "I don't want fucking giant monsters in my Resident Evil." Yeah. Resident Evil has never been about monsters. Well, it ends up that way. It does. When you get to fucking it. four um, and five, you end up. But I liked what you got through one to three and Co Veronica, where maybe like the Birkin turns into that big thing right four. at the end. You get tired at the end of and, one, but and then the tyrant's not a giant, right? No, he's Resident just... Evil ends up with these fucking things coming out of water on a boat. Level yeah. these big fuck off snakes and shit, and you're like, "What the fuck is yeah, this bullshit?" So, especially, yeah. especially with some of the fucking the weird shits. If it if it makes you feel any better, that's the only boss in the game that does that. Literally the only boss. I mean, you've got um, okay, you've got the grand. The grand turns into some weird big fuck. Well, she's not thing. that big though because she. She's I like stuff that looks realistic for a human to be able to kill. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, Jack like, isn't realistic. <coughs> the Gran isn't realistic. Well, the, but, but the, the mum... The Gran doesn't become that big, though. 
But you can't. She, she becomes the house. the house. Is that the grand? She fucks yeah. up the house. Oh, all right. The mum becomes the spider. She's literally oh. the very ending of the game. Yeah, that's why I'm mixing up. The mum becomes a spider. That's the two I'm mixing up. Also, right? I'm calling bullshit on the ending of that because you kill it with a fucking hand cannon. However, it has, you know, it is an specialized gun, so you know. weaponry. Uh, anyway. But it's one of those things like, with, with Resident Evil, I think they, they jumped the shark when, I think it was four, just introduced these like Goliath fucking things. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I mean, and then you had more what, of them in five. Yeah. What was that strain called that they called it in that? Because it was a different strain. Oh, in four. Yeah, it's from the plant, right? Oh, oh, sorry. oh sorry, in four. Yeah, because it wasn't. No, five is the plant. Yeah, five is the plant that you get in uh, Africa. Africa. Yeah. yeah. Um, in four, four it's, is la- yeah, the last, last plagas plagas. parasite. Yes. In six, it's a strain of it's a, it's five? A, I think it's an alternative strain of the T-virus, effectively. It's, it's kind yeah. of a mishmash, because it depends on which campaign you're playing. Mm. And then in seven, yeah. it's meant to be the G-virus. Seven is the mold, which yeah. is the first strain of the G-virus. Yes. Yeah. And it's the spores of some girl or some shit. It's got her will infused oh, in it. Oh, some... yeah, that's... um. What's the name of the little girl now? Fuck. Is that one of like Eva? It's like a fucking Eva. real Eve, simple Eve. fucking name. Eve like. is his girlfriend. Uh, I can't remember the name of the grandma. As a no, kid. I don't remember. But the, basically, it's a strain of the grandma as a child. But I can't remember her name. The first part of that game. I think it is called Evie. <clears throat> is it really? Because yeah. Evelyn's. Yeah, but Evelyn's his girlfriend. It's got like a really short woman's name is the yeah. name of the the of the fungus virus bullshit, right. right? Maybe I'm getting it. But because because I I played the demo for that. Yes. And I remember playing the demo when you're just like, you start off and you're like outside and it's like I don't know if you are like, they don't tell you oh, why you're outside, but it's like yeah. your your tire or something has blown, and then yeah. you walk along and you find like an old van. And you're like, but everything in it is intact, but it's covered in fucking dust. Yeah, it's almost and like a like, flashback. You're doing and you're like, like a what TV the fuck? Show. You're like, what the fuck is this? And then you go up to the house and you're like, hello, hello, through the fucking door. Mm. You're walking around it, and then you go into the house like the kitchen's fucking full of fucking scum, like it's a shithole, yeah. and that's kind of all you get in the demo. And then oh yeah, and then you see an old lady. Yeah. And that's all the demo was, right? Mm-hmm. You and it was like 20 minutes long, and I went, oh, this is actually pretty cool. But then I went into the bar and you're all playing it on VR and you're like fucking ah, screaming and jumping up in the air. And I was like, oh man, this is not what I want to play. In VR, it's more intense because it's all in your face, right? So when we were playing it in VR, you'd have these little scratchy noises behind your ear and you turn around and some fucker's about to slap you in the ass, right? And like, I remember one bit that really terrified me in, in 7 was... When I was playing in VR, and I, I remember I tried to beat the game as fast as I could because there was an achievement you could do, which is to beat the game in under three minutes. And I did the whole thing in VR. And I was like, well... You can beat the game in three minutes. Three no, hours. three hours, sorry. Three hours, three hours not three say, minutes. What the fuck? Big, I was like, is there something you do? Oh, you just walk through here. If you jump down that hole at the beginning, yeah, you sorry, get to the bad. end, you pick the thing up and leave. <laughs> it's like, like a warp like, pipe. Yeah. yeah. My bad, my bad. It's three hours is the achievement. I can't remember what it's called. But um, I remember I tried to do it in VR. Now, the thing with VR was you could not play in natural VR because natural VR is you turn and that's where it faces, right? So whenever you turn, that's it until you flicked a certain combination of buttons and it would switch you around, right? But you had to switch it into the combination on the PS4 where you would, like, in order to turn, you could flick one analog stick and it would go boom, 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 that kind of thing, right? 
and it was just so much easier but it would fuck with your eyes so much right and one thing that always stood out with me you meet your you meet the grandmother in the wheelchair just as you're about to go into a morgue area like there's just like a, a winding corridor almost like a maze and then you finally find this morgue well when you first get to that house it doesn't look that big no because I've watched some, I've not watched Let's Plays. I just, on doing this, I watched a video on it. And I saw this mad shit, like this giant fucking monster destroying the house as it worms its way through it. And I was like, to me, that's not, like, if you're making a TV show, I definitely don't want that in the TV show. Yeah, that's no. the last boss. That you is know? the last boss. And I was watching the whole, I watched the whole thing and the story of it, looking for the fucking, his missus has gone missing. Yeah. That's what he's there for. I saw the bit I saw in the demo, which is literally the beginning of the fucking game. Yeah. Where you yeah. turn up outside the house and like, the door, the, the fence is locked, but then you find a hole in the fence and you fuck off around the side and all yeah. that shit. Yeah. Um, and I, I still feel glad that I stopped after five. Honestly. Five was it for me. I, I got to five and I found five a lot of people love Five. I found it so fucking stupid. Yes, it was. The end of Garbage. it. That yeah. I was like, this is anime bullshit in a move in, in a game that has never had anime bullshit in it. Yeah, I mean... But they went full anime bullshit. I'm going to smash boulders up in my fucking yeah, hand. that's it. Punching shit. Wesker's now fucking yeah. Super Saiyan motherfucker. I was like, what have they done? Yeah. The worst when, part when about that is they played in, it um, single player. Because the AI was dumb as possible. I was going to say, it, was, it wasn't single player. What was the horror aspect, Shiva? Yeah, Shiva was <laughs> awful to you. Yeah, no, because I played that with Sorry, was it a friend Shiva? at Shiva. the time. A friend, a friend I was because living with, we played that together. And the best part about, about playing it, though, was playing it with my mate. Yeah, That's the best part of it. But if you're playing single player, <laughs> the game fucks you. Because it's like, well, oh, you have to deal with Shiva now. Oh, look, I've already Shiva's AI prompt, is and you're dead. Actual garbage. Yeah. Um... No, but if you ever want to play 7, I have a VR set. If you don't want to play VR, that's fine. I've got just a normal version of it that you can play without VR. You know, I think the way, from me watching, I watched like a 30 minute video, someone going through all the plot points and stuff of it. It doesn't feel like Resident Evil. No, it's okay. And I mean, it's not the kind of gameplay. It's not what I want in a Resident Evil game. What I want is what they did with the two remake. That's yeah. what I want a Resident Evil game to feel I like. Get that. Mm. I don't want to just yeah. I don't want to just be walking around picking up keys and not really yeah. not having a gun for a while because it's not violent. There's no there's no real enemies to kill for a bit. You know, it's sort See, of like there's no zombies. There's no fucking yeah. shit. Random fucking zombie dogs running around. There's none of that. It's a family that have been fucked up by a, had their brains fucked by a fucking little girl's virus or whatever yeah. the fuck it is. I think. I think the thing is, if you can look at a Resident Evil game and put another title on it, is it a Resident Evil game, right? If no, you, this if feels you like, put, if, if they you, called this Texas Chainsaw Massacre and removed the fungus shit, it would work with the movie, the Texas right. Chainsaw Massacre, when yeah. they're in the fucking weird house with the weird inbred motherfuckers. That's yeah. what it would be, that it would work. It doesn't mean that it's not a good game. It no. just means that it's not necessarily a good Resident Evil game. Especially right? the way they did it. You could rename it Outlast. That's it. That's and what it I'm would saying. fit into the it Outlast. Still yeah, if they said it was Outlast, Outlast 4, you would go, oh. Okay. It would still work, right? But, um. So moving on, though, from yeah. 7, Chris over here has not said what he would do with the TV show. Hmm. Come on, expert. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> I'll cancel it. I don't show. want it. Here's <laughs> a bit of No more. No that more probably, live action. That must suck, actually, coming from, like, 
the last person to say their idea because you're like, oh shit, I've been built up. I don't want to fuck <laughs> this up. Now, you have covered a lot of points that I would have covered for a show, though. Right. But one thing that I would like to see in a series is the aspect of the general populace banding together to survive the outbreak. Oh, okay. So almost like a Walking Dead aspect. Almost like the start of the Walking Dead. Yeah. So no one knows anything that's going on and they're just trying to survive because there's suddenly people trying to tear each other apart in the streets. Yeah. And maybe they haven't encountered any of the other mad shit yet, right? Because when it comes to things that were lab-grown, there isn't actually a lot of them. No. There's mostly zombies and zombie dogs. But liquors there's probably about 40 of them yeah in the whole fucking city like when you're in 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 resident evil one hunters they grew them there's probably 10 that's it they exist there's not many of them. you know when you go when you play um two and you go down into the lab and you find shit there well there's loads of them there but there's only going there is a finite amount they can't keep coming because they only grew whatever it was they were able to grow i mean you gotta bear in mind that's the lab where they were literally being looked Made. after right mm. you got to bear in mind if there's no scientists maintaining what's going on of course they're going to just fucking grow right so there's bound to be so loads they're going to grow there. some are going to die some it, are going to mutate even yeah. more i right. feel like though when they make these shows if netflix just said we got a new zombie show coming out and it's just called evil and they don't call it resident evil they don't say shit they just call it evil and then it's not until maybe the last episode that you realise it's the T-Virus, or that you see a Wesker reference, that you know this isn't... This is a Resident Evil fucking show. And they've tricked you into watching it. Because I like being tricked into shit sometimes. When I first saw Fight Club, <clears throat> I remember I saw the trailer, it was guys fighting, I was like, oh, it's an action film, isn't it? I'll watch this. Then I got this head fuck... Yeah. psychological Pro- fucking, fucking like really good film like a fucking brilliant movie when I when I saw it I had no clue that's what I was getting from the title no no clue because it fucking film. tricked you and I know the book is because the book's one of my favourite well probably is my favourite book actually um, after watching it I then went, re- went and read the book and the book does the same because the title of the book Fight Club does not let you know that it's a head fuck anything about the story it gives nothing away, but if they did a film and it like, um, and I feel like this with some other other properties as well that they've done. Like when they made the Dragon Ball Evolution movie, yep. which one day we'll actually cover, we'll watch it together, and then talk about it <laughs> and rip the shit out. Rip of it. I've shoving. got a DVD copy of that shit. But imagine this: <laughs> there is no Piccolo character in the film. That villain is just called. Fucking Lord Kin. Just some made up bullshit. Lord Kin. That's it. <clears throat> the boy, that's Goku, leaves his family's house. He says goodbye to his dad, who is Goku. Because this is Gohan going to school. Gohan doesn't need to wake up to his powers, he already knows he's got them. And then the rest of the story takes place where this thing's turned up and it's fighting people and he, he can stand against it because he knows he has powers. The, the girl he falls in love with is Videl. Yeah. Yeah, and they go on the same mission to go and kill King fucking or Lord Kin, right? 
would people say it was a shit Dragon Ball movie at that point? What makes it shit is making it fucking Goku and all this Izaru bullshit that they put in it. Like, that's what fucks it up. If you just had the bit, you had no, you know, Master Roshi is his fucking teacher and gets murdered. None of that shit. You literally have him off to school. You've got to go to the big city, son. And then you have Gohan on his own fight off something. And maybe the end of it is his dad shows up. And he's just like, why don't you fucking call me? <laughs> that sort of thing. Oh, I wanted to do it on my own. That film would now be a decent movie. You haven't changed a lot. But you changed enough to not make it shit. Shit, shit. yeah. You changed enough to not make it shit. And that's all you have to do. And I feel like that with a lot of these properties. Sometimes I think they just buy a property to use the name yep. to get eyes on it and then just make whatever the fuck they want anyway. I mean, not, not this script for this fucking Wesker sisters probably existed, right, with different names and no link yeah. to Resident Evil before they fucking got the rights. Not, not, not being funny with the whole fucking Dragon Ball Evolution thing. One of the biggest character draws to Goku as a character is the fact that he's not fucking educated. Having Goku going to school makes no fucking sense. Mm. He's supposed to be dumb as brains. He's a dumbass, yeah, and he goes on feeling. Every time, yeah, he is it's why he can get genuinely tricked. Genuinely thick as shit. And it's only when he kicks into that heightened fighting ability that you now no longer can trick him. It's almost like when it comes to fighting and that mental chess you can play in a battle. It's, it's, it's instinct. It takes over. It's ultra instinct. Ultra instinct. Yeah, and and it's like it's weird. Like when you look at when you look at Dragon Ball Evolution, literally a few minor changes, making it no longer Goku, making that character Gohan who goes to school. Making it so that we know, up until this point, what has actually happened. This is basically the Saiyaman saga. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We, that we're seeing. Oh, God, it so. works. Because it's dumb. Because the Saiyaman saga is dumb as fuck anyway. Yeah. You've skipped everything we already know. Right? But fans would watch it and go, oh shit, what's next? Boo? Yeah. That, that They would instantly think that. Straight away after that ending. Like, oh my God, we, we're jumping straight in with Boo. <clears throat> and maybe you would do that and a lot of people go why not freeze why not this yes you oh, have be, skipped it'd be, it. it'd be Cell after that because <clears throat> Cell is at well technically during the end of the Saiyaman stuff no Saiyaman is when he's at school no like, you're right no, Cell it's the, is just it's before it's different that. games it's the, the one where Deborah <clears throat> and the Margin yeah, yeah, yeah. people turn up I had a stupid no 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 yeah because Cell ends with him I'm going to reach my full potential yeah and, I, and win everything and then the next time you see him he's a dork <laughs> It's like, and he's lost yeah. power, and he's no longer as strong as he was. Yeah, he like, doesn't train. It's like, like Gohan, that. you what? went from twelve to fucking sixteen, and you're shit. What happened? School, school, <laughs> yeah. School ruins lives. <laughs> to be fair, there is another aspect of a show I would like to see, though. For Resident Evil, yeah. Going off the, I guess it could work with either a Stars operative or a Umbrella operative. Either way. Because there's both fucking umbrella involved in both. Yeah. Say on a mission, one of the ops gets hurt, like fatally wounded. It's taken back to base, and it's like you know, they're our property. We can save them. Inject them with something. Could be one of the medics that doesn't know what they're doing. Could be. Could even be like Rebecca. Mm. Just tries to save him. Gives him something that he's handed by one of the other ops. Hits him with it. <laughs> few days later he wakes up he's fine he's stronger the wound's Better, not there stronger, anymore faster. they keep him in isolation build him. <laughs> they keep him in isolation to keep an eye on him make sure everything's fine and as far as he's concerned he's getting better they're testing him making like building him up basically to sort of get him back in the field 
giving him new weapons, fitting him new armor. He notices he's getting a bit bigger. And then over the course of the series, he's just becoming more and more of a fucking unhinged monster as he's becoming a tyrant. Yeah. No, that would work. Because you could make it from his his development. Like You're his, watching his this guy transform. Almost like, um, I know obviously it's not the character that does transform, but in Akira, it's, it's his friend who transforms into the fucking monster and you follow him. But you do get to witness him journey from a couple of street punks. One of them gets hurt, tested on, and then becomes this fucking horrible piece of shit thing, you know, like mm. Wait, so you would follow one day. Oh shit, I'm nemesis. You're following oh, him <laughs> becoming a monster. Which would be which would be which hasn't really been done a lot in T V shows, watching someone become a monster. But especially maybe, if they're supposed to be the protagonist as well. Which yeah. is it could be him trying to keep a grip on what he thinks is reality and trying to keep everything is him intact. Yeah. Well, maybe, like, um, and you know, the end of it would be maybe maybe the last episode or something like that is he now actually like maybe he's trying to hide that his arms transformed. Yeah. Maybe he's trying to hide certain elements of himself. But then once it actually kicks in he becomes a tyrant, we just get that first person view of him murking motherfuckers. Well, and that is, is the end of the show and you're like, fuck he so, failed. Like, you have the same person. Because you would call back to the fucking My Skin So Itchy. The Four Itchy Tasty journal from Yeah, because you, yeah. you're now actually exploring someone's development first, not first person, but you're, you're following them. But they're not just becoming a zombie, they're becoming a fucking tyrant. Yeah. So, like, not as a character, you've got both sides. He's both the antagonist and the protagonist, right? He just doesn't know he's the. Antagonist. Yeah, yeah, it's almost like his ideals and his personality are protagonist, and then his goals his, his and instinct is nature. I just want to kill everything. Yeah, yeah. and you can have him kill right. a couple of people throughout the show, but he kills bastards. It's almost it's he kind catches of, someone trying to rape. Yeah, and he fucking slaughters them. But the girl is so scared by what he's just done. He just screams and runs and runs because you've like, picked up a rapist, but you ripped him in half. Yeah, you know, well, it's a little bit like have you ever, have you guys ever played Biohazard? Oh, sorry, is it Biohazard? I haven't. It's about a superhero that gets ridiculously strong powers. Prototype. Prototype. Oh, sorry. Prototype. Yeah. There Prototype. you go. My bad. So Biohazard is Resident Evil. Yeah, Biohazard <laughs> is Resident Evil. My bad. Prototype. So you're you're a being that's so powerful that you need to find a way of containing it. And as the game gets on, you get more and more, more, more powerful, mutated yeah. and powerful. Right? Prototype is a good game. It's unfortunate. It was limited in what you could actually do, but it, I think it was ahead of its time. Yeah. Because number two was better in terms of gameplay, but the story sucked. So yeah, number the story, one, story was awful. Number one was a better story. I tell you what, though. Number one, it was fun being able to turn into a grandma and run around buildings, smashing fucking tanks yeah. on the people. Yeah, that was hilarious. See, that's, that's what I mean. You've kind of got that ideal of you're so fucking powerful, you can do whatever the fuck you want, but you're almost containing yourself to be a better person. You see what I mean? It's the same with so Infamous. that's kind of the vibe. Yeah, almost Infamous like Infamous. does it as well, yeah. To be fair, going, going you live long enough well. to be the villain type. type yeah, thing. that kind with, of thing. With the idea that you see the last few scenes as the person, uh, the fucking from the eyes of this newly newly formed tyrant, Merkin people, fucking almost have the inner monologue of he still thinks they're bad people, and he mm. doesn't realize he still doesn't realize. You, you he's could the bad do that when, where you hear his inner mo- in a, in a, in a monologue doing that, or you hear his inner monologue going, "No, no, yeah. stop." No, he's now. You've got it's no like control. he's fighting against Your control is gone. He Your consciousness is lost yeah. inside a killing machine, and you can't do fuck all to save it. It's, it's you kind can't of, stop it. It's kind of similar, actually, even to Ghost of Tsushima, right? You've got the two sides that you can go down, right? 
you've got um you've got his disciplined I'm gonna face this enemy samurai. Yeah, he I'm gonna face this head on because that's what I've been taught and Oh you got also, Dirty Ninja. Dirty Ninja, <laughs> I'm gonna fucking stab him in the back because I there's no threat to my poison this bitch. Right? So he's going Bombs. against his own Bombs. fucking morals and his own fucking beliefs, but he's you know winning. you've got two things. He's still winning. it's the easiest way of doing things. Right, and that that's kind of interesting. It's always an interesting point on characters that they've got two dualities to them, mm. um, and it's not it's not often explained and even explored in TV. Really, I not mean, a lot. You got American Psycho, that yeah, amazing film. You get to see movies do it a lot. Movies you get to you get to see people like you get um, while the movie isn't. I'm not sure what that was. I think someone stepped on a duck or something. Yeah, that that, that sounded wet. What the yeah. fuck? Um, you've got movies like um, fuck I lost my train of thought um, <laughs> where someone becomes a bad guy uh, no fuck it <laughs> I can't remember I had, I had something right on the even, tip of my tongue even when and, you then, and, then, and then a taste came into the air and yeah. it, it, it stopped it, it, it's, it's, <laughs> there's some amnestics going yeah, on yeah. Um, but even like classic horror films you see Jason right Jason Voorhees right mm. This mindless simpleton that's just doing things because he loves his mother, right? That's the nicer side of him. But the reality is he's a fucking monster that's just going to fucking kill everything. Because he's got that voice in his head that's telling him that's what he's got to do. But he's so young in his own head that he's like, well, I've got to do what mum tells me to. That's one thing, though, that we haven't touched on with this. You could do a Resident Evil series that was full-on slasher horror. Mm. Yeah. With with Mr. X, almost like Splatterhouse kind of thing. And you could do you could do the fucking teenage bullshit that people like for those things like Scream, and it could be kids are in a school. One kid is the daughter of ex scientist. Mr. X is there to take her because he doesn't have to kill. His 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 programming mm. is get her, bring her to us. Because the fucking scientist who made all this shit happen will not yeah. leave without his daughter. And then you've got a bunch of teenagers just getting murked the fuck by this fucking thing yeah. in the school in the dark. And again, you've got another thing you could do with it. The, the, the thing yeah. is, with, with, with a setting like Raccoon City, like I said, you could get four, Sky, five seasons Sky's the limit. Yeah. out of that before going anywhere else in that universe. Yeah. Obviously, Raccoon City always needs to end with it being destroyed. Like, well, there's no other taken way. Off yeah. the fucking, they remove it from the from the planet. Unless and, unless there's an alternate universe kind of thing, it's always going to be destroyed. I, th- I, th- I think fucking... it just works. I think it just works for it to be destroyed. Like if it doesn't get destroyed, how the fuck do you move into anywhere else without people knowing what happened? There? That's it. Yeah. It's Destroying it and saying, "Oh yeah, the the city had like a real like, fucking problem." Like make up one bullshit as well. Like, on the news, they go. The rat problem in Raccoon City became such an issue that the city had to detonate dynamite underneath it. It's and dead. All, yeah, and all people were evacuated to different cities around the country. Yeah. Or around the Midwest, wherever the fuck it's set, right? And it's like, these people were fully paid up and they have new homes. It's unfortunate the city got this. Please, if you see a rat in New York, please tell local law enforcement where to find them. Because we do not want to have an issue like this again. And people, some people are so dumb... Especially They'll in this day and age, it, yeah. they hear something on the news and they go, oh, that's true. I saw a rat the other day. Oh, that's so relatable. I need to Let tell me you. put it on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, I saw rats. rats here. I hope the city doesn't collapse. 
shit. Because obviously Raccoon City as well, I know in the movies they make it bigger. It's more of a town in the games. It ain't that fucking big. No. It's, it's like a it, village. It probably houses maybe 200,000 people. It's got, you know, the way, the it's way not I, like a city where it's got millions living yeah, there. It's like nope. a couple of hundred thousand people. Yeah. It's like almost like one of them, you know when you watch movies and they like, they travel across Texas or somewhere and they mm. stop in some podunk fucking town. Some ghost ass town. Yeah, and it's like yeah. there's going to be trouble because the locals are rednecks and they're going to fuck you up or some shit. It, Raccoon City is almost one of those. It's like queer, you know? right? Except as a game. It's like Queer Eye. Yeah, Queer Eye. Have you ever seen Queer Eye? When they Eye? go into different towns and make people dress funny. Yeah. Well, no. Well, <laughs> How they... is that like Resident Evil? <laughs> well, well. Ooh, it's me, the tyrant. I've turned no, up no, that no. shirt. It's disgusting. Take it off. You want one with eyeballs on it. Listen. You want one with a heart in the centre where we can see it. Tyrant me while I take I your I just want to say we've got to find you a Wesker, those glasses wig. suck. <laughs> no, but... Those what? glasses suck. Wear a couple of these. <laughs> lose on, the leather. On goes, on goes. No, don't lose the leather. Lose the leather. L- lose the leather. <laughs> Not all of it. Just the trousers. Tyrant. Here's the thong. We, <laughs> we just want to highlight the fact that your lips are absolutely beautiful. Eyebrows on fleek, Tyrant. Tyrant. Uh. Eyebrows on fleek. Um, Wesker, glasses off now. Have these ones. <laughs> I'll let you know these were, were, these were worn by Sir Elton himself. Albert Wesker's bowling around in big star glasses on. Now, Chris, what is your daily eating habits? I would like to teach you some organic, beautiful origami recipes. Um, origami using recipes. what you've got around here. Uh, yes, we're using paper. Yes. Okay. Uh, it's going to be rice paper. Listen, during the zombie apocalypse, we have to make use of what we've got. So let's just make some beautiful dumplings um, out of this paper mache and you know what you're gonna eat it chris because you're a fucking hot boy right you're punching boulders i'm i'm sorry that yeah, chris, chris is sitting there going thank you for that and then he says punching boulders he's like motherfucker wasn't talking about me yeah well, i'm but sorry that my point is working for you lose the do take my goo <laughs> what <laughs> what i'm saying well, is good. in queer eye you've got all these weird tiny towns right that they all go to <laughs> These towns you've never fucking heard of. We're going to go to a town where they hate people like us. Yeah. <laughs> that sort of thing. Like, exactly. <laughs> like, fucking, you got some If we town... came here 25 years ago, we'd be strung up. I don't know. You, you... Now the only thing being strung up is my vest. Woo! Hey! Um, we got some random places in fucking Alabama called fucking Kwanzaa. And they're like, oh yeah, this beautiful location. But you see what I mean? It's you can like... take my Kwanzaa any day. Uh, oh, fuck but it, it's just some random Every location. Every person in Queer Eye obviously sounds like Julian Clary. Because <laughs> that's, that's the only voice we did was his. Yes. So. By the way, Queer Eye is a great show, by the way. Just a heads up. It's actually quite good. It's not my cup of tea. You Chris, what does that mean? Do you want to elaborate? Tian says it's a great show. Huh? Quite frankly, it's not really my cup of tea either. Jacob, prefer, do you want to elaborate? To watch, yeah, I'd prefer to watch John Wick. Oh, Why? Because what's, what's he the fucking difference? murders people. Is it because John, is it because John Wick's toxic, toxic masculinity? Is that what it is? No, because Keanu Reeves is a glorious human being. Quite frankly, yeah, Keanu Reeves is a glorious human being, and I'd have the same reaction if someone killed my dog. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, I don't. I don't <laughs> buy not, it. My, it's not my cup of tea. Either. We're gonna. We're gonna cut it. So, <laughs> we're gonna, what, do you, what do you want to say about that? We're cancelled. Yeah. We're fucking cancelled. It's not my cup of tea, but it's my cup of Sound. coffee because it keeps me up all night. <laughs> <laughs> we're fucking cancelled. Shit. Um... 
Tian, so you've been watching Queer Eye. Yeah, I, I just want to dig into this. Yeah, yeah. You still turn up dressed like a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you listen, haven't picked up anything listen, from the show. I can understand where people want to better themselves, but I just want to die, Sam, so <laughs> yeah. I don't care. Right? It's interesting to see people that actually want to live, but I just want to die. Right? Man, if they came in to see you, you'd be in trouble. Like, <laughs> well, no, I see the little you. Asian one who walks in. I'll let I'll let, I'll let Jacob do his voice. He walks in and he takes one look at TN and he's like, "That man bun's got to go." Like, <laughs> just takes a pair of scissors. This is going. Hey, the guy with the long hair would love it though. Look at this fucking boy. He'd Only because he could tug on it. Why does he behind? He uses it as a fucking handlebar. It's great. I got some fucking friction going. Now that's 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 why he's never gotten on. They wouldn't because he's 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 not straight. <laughs> Exactly, yeah. Well, it's you're too late, for mate. a straight guy, you it's can't go late. on. Yeah. Yeah. I can't <laughs> They'd be... They'd say you're lying. I can't be warped. <laughs> You'd walk in and just go and suck them all. Like, <laughs> and they're like, That's why you're shit. watching it. I'm not a fan. Don't you fucking laugh, Chris, because you'd have a go on half of them as well. I'd have a go on Keanu Reeves, to be honest. <laughs> That's true. No, but, but even straight men have to admit... Everyone they wants they to have a go on Keanu Reeves. Yeah, <laughs> fucking hello, Samurai. Um... <laughs> Sorry, no way. Wake up, Samurai. I can't remember. Wake the fuck up, Samurai. Wake the fuck up, Samurai. There we go. If Um, I was inside him, he'd be fucking Keanu Screams, I'll tell you that. (laughs) Keanu Creams. So, yeah, I mean, hit us up on uh, Facebook. Let us know what storyboard you think's currently what you would like most, because it's clear Netflix doesn't know what the fuck they're going on about. Yeah, and, and, and speaking of Facebook as well, looking at our listener analytics... I know you motherfuckers aren't on our Facebook. Me? No, no. The, the, oh, the, the sorry, listeners. the listeners. My bad. So the listener analytics I get, it's like 5,000 people now tuning in. Hmm. But I know when I post stuff about the podcast and what episodes have come out on Facebook... We don't get it. We people, You've got a podcast? Hmm. So if, you listen, if you're listening, go on the fucking Facebook and talk to us. Yeah, because there's no crossover. The Facebook page thinks we just make memes, <laughs> right? The podcast people that listen don't know a Facebook page exists. We want you there together. Yeah, right? that's always fucking useful. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like really fucking random. Like yeah. any time I post about the podcast, literally most of the comments are like, "Oh, check it out then." Yeah, yeah. which could be why we increased over the last few months to like by by a thousand, right? Well, I because mean, maybe people have gone, "Oh, fuck it, I'm not, I'm not listening." There's, there's, yeah. there's a lot going on on Facebook. Come say hi. I mean, plus, we've got most of our fans in Argentina, so maybe we should start le- learning uh, a little oh, bit of Argentinian. Do they speak... Is that a language, or do they speak well, Spanish or something? It's like a variant of Spanish, I believe. Because when you go to Brazil, they speak Portuguese. Well, that's a variant of Spanish, so... I'm going to look variant this up. Of Portuguese. Is Portuguese. Por- Portuguese. Um, and um, where's the other place there? Uh, Venezuela. Venezuela. They speak full-on Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, Argentina's official language is Spanish. They've enjoyed so much international migration yeah. that Arabic, Italian, German, English, and French are also spoken. Don't cry. I mean, definitely German. Me. We all know about. We all know about the German side of that thing, right? Don't cry for me, Argentina. The truth is, I never fist you. <laughs> oh shit! It's a bit Madonna. <laughs> From that um, movie, A Eva, whatever the fuck it's called, where she's like. Their, their Prime Minister's wife or some shit. I don't know what it is, but... It's, <laughs> it's oh, a real I, true story, right? So... Um, it's not about fi- fisting. Yeah. Even with Madonna in it, because you'd think maybe. Mm. Mm. 
you know. Is there a... That Kabbalah she does is all about getting fisted, I'm sure of it. <laughs> really? <laughs> she, released, she released a book, right? Okay. Madonna released a book called The Sex Book. Maybe in the late 90s. There's literally a picture in it of fucking vanilla rice hanging out the back of her. What? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm making this up. She's like bent over a fence and he's like right up against her. They're both start bollock naked. She's fucking lip gripped <laughs> yeah. right inside. Down, 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 Good down, stuff. Down, down, down. I can dig it. He's like, ice, ice, baby. And she's singing her song, Erotic. Erotic, erotic. Which is my favourite joke in... Um, she feels like an ice spice baby. It's, it's my favourite joke in... And only British people are going to get this joke now. In Alan Partridge. Oh. He thinks the lyrics for that song are going... Beer lardy, beer lardy, put your hands all over my body. <laughs> That's what he thinks he's singing. Fucking beer lardy. Oh. He'd only put your hands over your body if you were a bird. That's what he does. <laughs> he's out there fingering penguins. Oh, mate. Saying. The old penguins. Oh, God. He loves a bit of thrush, both on downstairs and in his hand. Yikes. Um, I'm not singing like a version, then. <laughs> Cut for the very first time. Like a virgin. That's what he sings, because he's singing about penguins. So it's like a virgin. Hey! Fucked for the very first time. Um... Speaking of Rome being fucked for the first time. You looked up Madonna's sex book with vanilla rice. No. Um, <laughs> it, one of the fucking Facebook chats that just popped up. Oh, no. Apparently one of the trending tags in England is blood for the blood gods. <laughs> hey, <laughs> corn. A bit of 40k. A little bit of corny up in it. I can't complain about that. I can dig it. So before we finish, we'll have a little banter. For oh, about yeah. 10 minutes and a minute, we'll, we'll finish up. I was going to say, I've got one more piece of news that I'm surprised I completely forgot about. I shouldn't have, considering. Mm-hmm. His penis uh, was me something with <laughs> well. No, we just called you Rat Fuck. Rat Fuck, yeah. Uh, but I made a sniper, and he wasn't very powerful at first, but it got to the end of the campaign where it was like I'd skilled up and I'd actually spent some um, experience on important things. And Phil was starting to realise that it was getting to a point where I literally could not miss. It was impossible. Right, you couldn't miss. And with the gun he gave you, you could one-shot a space yeah. marine. Yeah, the dumb fuck, right? Because, okay, I've got to give it to him. He tried to make it engaging because I... Yeah, but see, the thing is, right, If it, even with the gun he gave you, if you hadn't levelled in a certain way... You wouldn't yeah, have done that. I know. You know, so you because, leveled yourself into a way where see, the shooting problem, is now just going to fuck people yeah, up. Because the problem was, right, when I first started Scarlet doing it, like tabletop, that. I was like, oh, I don't really understand how this points. works. So I'm going to look up a guide. Gave him a hot shot long mass. But, <laughs> oh, no, 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 it was worse uh, than that. Oh, no, you, didn't he you gave re- me the anti-material rifle that's only meant for human beings that can carry. But he gave me a shortened version. I can't remember what it was he called. He basically gave you a rattling version of the Exodus rifle. Yes. Which would shoot literally tank rounds. So, uh, no, the, the, the Exodus when, rifle wasn't tank rounds. Exodus rifle fires fucking no, it was self-disintegrating. Um, what bullets. was the blue guys? I can't remember the name of the blue guys. It was the anti-material weapon he, from there. He them. didn't give you a pulse rifle. No, it wasn't a pulse rifle. Oh, the Tau. He gave you a fucking rail gun. No, he didn't give me a rail gun. But it was the blue guys. I, I think you're thinking of as the Tau. He gave me a very extreme Space Marine sniper rifle. Oh, fucking... That would be a fucking... It had one in the chamber. It wasn't a bolt gun. It took two rounds to reload after a single shot. 
I can't remember. It's definitely not an Exodus rifle. Anyway, what happened was uh, I got very lucky because I got very... I'd skilled myself to stealing because I was a ratling. I wasn't a human being. I was like very good at being sneaky and taking shit, right? So I was like, oh, I rolled a natural 100. What do I get? And he was like, well, shit. What, what did he get? Because I was going through some supply crate uh, in the base where they'd obviously kept all their valuables and I'd rolled a natural 100 which is the highest you can get in only war and he was like well shit um, yeah because in the tables I'm... you need to roll high and the fucking skills you need to roll low it's really well, weird yeah uh, so he was like oh, okay you've got a rifle but you don't know what it is and I was like uh, okay can I roll again Good to stuff. try and decipher what it is and I rolled again, and I rolled high again. He was like, oh shit, well, it's, it's an anti-material rifle. Except it can be modified to be a rattling size. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, I want to do that then. <laughs> so I took it, without being caught. And I was like, well, shit, okay, cool. Uh, so we get to the next mission, where I there's this huge base that's surrounded by like sound systems, and I have to be sneaky. And, but the problem is, I'm the only one geared into being sneaky. So we're like, oh shit, well, how are we going to do this? We're going to send him in alone. I was like, oh, fuck. So I've got a chameleon cloak, which essentially makes you invisible as a sniper. It's like a basic item you'd get. Where yeah, stealth. Yeah, it's a stealth character. So they sent me into the base, whereas these guys are trying to work out how they're going to try and get themselves in I mean, and out. I could, I could be sneaky once I've driven my tank through the wall. <laughs> I remember, were you the jewel wielder? No, I was the driver. Oh, you were the Oh, yeah, you were the tank driver. But my, my dumb ass, right, throughout the campaign, I managed to acquire this floating skull. Now, this floating skull was, was amazing. I absolutely loved this boy. Lucky. Lucky, oh my god. Because, for one, we named it Lucky because it was so lucky that I fucking got it. Because for a... Um, what were they called? It was like a servo... Servo skull. Servo skull. So I had rare, to roll, rare as fuck to get yeah, it. So. I had to roll natural 100 in order to get this fucker. But essentially it was a speaker. Okay, it was, a, it was a skull that would float around and it would like... If someone was doing a speech, it would tell speeches to everyone in order for them to understand what he's saying in the front. Auto-translating. Yeah. No, not auto-translating. Just making it so that vocals were a lot louder. Okay? So my dumbass, I'd got lucky and we'd gone through the stealth mission. And I had this thing that made me invisible... But Lucky wasn't invisible because he didn't have a fucking cloak. <laughs> right? So I was going through this base and we made it canon that this fucking servo skull was going... playing fucking Africa. So fucking... I realised that it fucked my entire character because I was like, well, I'm a stealthy character that's carrying around a fucking speaker. So we finally managed to make it okay because we then realised that Lucky was very lucky because I'd had a fucking mortar shell dropped on me from this encounter. But this... I'd rolled such a perfect score that this skull had taken the blast for me. So I lost Lucky. <laughs> but it was lucky die. that I goddamn survived because I should have died. I think it was a mortar shell. A <laughs> no, no mortar? it was a crack shell because it was aimed at me. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it was a crack shell. And fucking, I remember I was like, can I try and drag someone out of the blast? And he was like, oh, you rolled natural 100. You know what, Lucky's you gonna know, you know what I'm going to say right now? We need, we need to stop. Sorry, yeah, my bad. I, I'm because, reminiscing. No, 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 because 
we need to do an episode about tabletops. Tabletop. I agree. Yeah, because boy, there's so much man. shit we can say yeah. that trying to cram it in mm. ain't Oh, gonna fuck. do it it's justice. Not, it's not gonna we, do it. We, no, have, no. we have fucking me and Chris have stories for fucking. I was days. gonna say you guys have way more experience than I do. And especially but... if we talk about what we love about it. We've got over a decade of experience it. now, eh? Yeah. Fucking hell. So, well, you've got a campaign that's lasted six years, seven years. That's a it's long closer to about eight time. now, I think. Yeah. Okay, eight, eight years. I mean, I first, it's almost still a going. I first played D and D when I was fourteen. I'm twenty-eight now, so. So yeah, to end this one off with with Resident Evil, just to end it off, yeah. As we've gone through a bunch of ways to use, char- not use the characters in it, just use the lore and the setting. There's a lot. Of what what I want to know, what I want to know from listeners, as we said, the guys that listen that aren't on Facebook, please come on Facebook, hit us up, and say, oh shit, I listened to your episode. Um, what I would do with Resident Evil, or what I liked about this, or what I liked about that is, and and next week. I'll read them out. Mm. I'll read them out. I'll give you. I'll name you. That's a good idea. I'll, I'll open the show with what you thought about last week's episode. What you thought about our Resident Evil stuff. What you would do to change Resident Evil, and th- and that's what I'll do. Um, again, quickly, I've made masks. They are available on T Public forward slash user forward slash discard sick. There's also other merch on there, t-shirts and shit. I, I literally redesigned the Loveless poster. From Final Fantasy 7 to say this guy's sick. I've ordered one yeah, myself boy. because I was like, fuck it, I want this. I actually like this. So so I've ordered one myself. We've had a few people order masks. So thank you to you guys for ordering those masks. You guys are fucking awesome. Um, and thank but, you for looking after the people around you. Exactly. Hey, yeah, safety sensible. first. So please check out the store. We also have the Patreon forward slash this guy's sick. Yeah. We've got Ko-Fi, which is ko-fi.com forward slash this guy's sick. It says buy us a coffee. We're gonna spend it on beer. Yeah, definitely. It's not going. It's not going. It's not going on coffee. No. I'll tell you that. So if you want to buy any of us a drink, that's where you do it. Yeah, man. Just yeah. put in the number for a pint, and I'll spend it on a pint. I'll make sure it goes on there. Give me, and then, give me the old Long Ice. And, and then when I'm on it, when I'm on <laughs> Long Island iced tea. Sorry, my Long Ice yeah, boy. Long Ice iced tea. Just a really big stick of it's ice. Just, and just when, ice. when we're on air, I'm gonna, I'll give you a toast. So that's that's all the plugging. That's all the shit. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed. Uh, we'll see you next week. We've got a bunch of topics coming up that mm. we want to do. Obviously, it's going to be we've got Umbrella Academy season two. Uh, yeah. We're going to do one, or well, in general, yeah, Umbrella Academy. Big We're going to do an episode on tabletop, as we mentioned. Yeah. We've one. got yeah. 